The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. November 13th, 2023. I am Agile Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds here on Fightful Overbooked. As always, my 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 co-host is here, my co-pilot, my co-banterer, my my dude, my dog, as I've said before. Jeremy Lambert's with me. How you doing, Jeremy? Well, it's Monday, allegedly, and we were we're on this channel. Everybody at 3 p.m. Eastern on this same channel. Watch Tag Talk. Tell Haley she is not allowed to quit. She has been fired. I feel like we need to let her quit because if we fire her, we need to offer a severance. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just like, no. can we get to the point where she says I quit and then we say, okay, but you're fired and then we don't have to give her the severance? Yeah, that's basically how that played out anyway. Oh, thank God. Huh. Yeah, that's how that's how that's how it played out behind the scenes. She said she had to leave, and I said, "You can't leave. You're fired." We uh, we send our appreciation. We send our love to Haley. We are uh, we're excited for our next steps. I said it on on the internet earlier today. They uh, both Kylie and Haley, or Haley or Kylie and what do I say? Haley and Kaylee. I can't even say it right anymore now that Haley's leaving. Uh, they Why both are been, you so bad at this, Joel? It's Monday. They've both been great, 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 great creators in this space. And yeah, we know that Kylie's uh, hopefully still going to be doing stuff with us, but with Haley, she's moving on and uh, we'll go watch Tag Talk today, this afternoon, because it's going to be a good show as it always is. But now we're going to add a little extra tissues because y'all are going to be crying. Okay. And if you're not crying, then you're just crying money and sending it to them in super chat form. Okay. That's how it goes. Yeah. Give it. Maybe if we can raise enough money for her, she'll stay. What if we tried that? Don't, don't even yeah. ask her what her salary is. Just donate all your money. <laughs> just give all your money so we can continue to do this show. Just this one, not Tech Talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, by the way, speaking of, of news from the weekend, uh, Vinny Pacifico, our pal, got married. Congratulations to him and his, his lovely wife. I know he was very excited for the day. He's been posting photos, videos, everything from that wedding, and it looked beautiful. Just want to send a congratulations out to Vinny and, and to his wife. That's uh, some fun news for the morning. Should I just message Vinny and be like, hey, come on? And- <laughs> Talk about married life. Nothing else. Just what married life's been for two days. Let's get wedding scoops from Vinny Pacifico. I want to know about the cake. (laughs) I want, they got the sparklers shooting up like the ring of honor sparklers, you know, that they used to set up the pot. Like every, every like mid-level indie gets these things, you know, the, the sparkler boxes at the entryway he got those. 
did he get a title belt? Do you know a wedding title belt? Is that what his wedding band is? It's a title belt. Did he clap the cheeks with the title belt on? Was there G Fuel everywhere? Was it was the wedding partly sponsored by G Fuel? Vinny, the wedding scoops. That's what we need. We're gonna all right. I'll message him second half of this show. We got apparently a lot to talk about. I no, don't we know, don't. but second second half of this show, I'll shoot him a message and see if he can give us some wedding scoops. Sounds good. Shoot us uh, your thumbs up, by the way, on this video. And of course, you can subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbooked. Uh, Kate and I went live last night. We talked about plenty of things. We got into an argument five minutes before the end of the show, so clearly you know the show's going well. And uh, you can also catch all the content that we drop here by subscribing to the channel. There are the fireworks. That's what we needed. And you can send us your super chats, any amount, get your question statement read on the air, and it supports us here on Fightful Overbooked because that's what you want, right? You got to support us and love us and do all the things. Wildest wrestling weddings. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about that. I mean, they've probably all been on screen, right? Except for this one. Like, <laughs> uh, now, I mean, I don't think you're going to get anything wilder than like what we've actually seen, like an on-screen wedding. Now, be after the wedding, then there might have been some wild times at, at wrestling weddings. But, you know, Cody... Uh, Cody tried to throw a barbecue for Matt Cardona for his wedding to Chelsea Green. Which is smart, by the way. I would have done that. I would have accepted yeah. and done that for my wedding. Yeah. So, now, the, the Trish and or the Lita and Kane, that was a wild, was wild. wedding. Yeah. All I remember was Trish. From that of course. One. she was. Anyway, uh, they made a lot of people feel a certain way. When I think about underrated wrestling weddings, first one that comes to mind. TNA, ODB, Eric Young in the cage, stripping down to the skivvies and saying, I do. That's the one. That was a good. Yeah, yeah that was good. What about Bully Ray and uh, Brooke Hogan? They promoted the hell out of that on the show. It was, I'll never forget that one. That's, that's not underrated. That's just present. <laughs> it happened. Oh, my syllable says I was a kid at the Raw show for the test Stephanie wedding, got a beer thrown on me when Triple H played his video. You got to go back in time and fight that person who threw a beer on you. Yeah, you got to punch him in the back of the head. Yeah, that's, that's not nice. Oh, my God, that's wild. I've, I've never actually heard a story of someone having actually been in the in the building when that segment dropped, because uh, that was, you know, that was a moment. I mean, that was, you know, talk about wild wrestling weddings. I don't know if anything really tops that. May Young is the reason it happened that way. May Young was the one who gave Stephanie the drink. May Young is the, is the, she's the problem. It's her. I don't remember this lore of May Young. If you, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I do. They were doing the bachelor party backstage and May Young was like, no, we're going to drink. And she brought the drinks in. May Young is this. She's the reason why that woman was the devil. Wait a minute. I just had to give birth to a hand. She had to be like some type of uh, extra Morpheus figure. I just thought about this right as you said it. What if the hand know. is the devil in AEW? They did that bit with the hands coming back uh, with Mark Henry years ago. Um that's right. On WWE TV. I remember. And then the hand. I don't remember if uh, if Mark Henry took a photo 
he would have been AW with the time, so he couldn't have taken the photo. Uh, with the giant slap hand in the greatest match of all time, Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, Mark Henry should have taken a photo with that hand. I do think he commented on it because I feel like I wrote an article about like Mark Henry comments on his son slapping Sami Zayn. I don't think a hand can be the devil. Why not? You never know. Crazier things have happened in wrestling. It's 2023. The hand can be whatever he wants. No, that that wouldn't go over well with people, Joel Pearl. Nothing goes over well with people anymore. The internet has ruined us. I feel like uh, things went over over well pretty well this, this weekend with the wrestling. People were very excited about the Continental Classic and more Brian Danielson and more Brian Danielson. Feels like that went over really well. Yeah, I well. feel like that was something you would have really enjoyed watching uh, on, on Collision. I, I Obviously, you watch Collision. Obviously, you know what happened. Uh, tournament gets announced, the Continental Classic, and let's just dive right in. Should this have been one of those Tony announcements? This one would have been totally fine. I think people would have been like, oh, yeah, I can get behind this. It doesn't have to be huge major, but like Tony Khan has an announcement, and this would have been okay in my opinion. It was on a taped show as well. Like, so they had a, they needed to pop a rating for the taped show. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm a little surprised they didn't just do that. Like, Tony Khan is a big announcement. This felt this felt like it was big, right? Like, what what category would you put this in? In hindsight, Joel, was it big, huge, important, very important? Uh, this is what the level two should have been for the all in that that ended up being the all in tickets. This could have been it. I don't, because again, I think, you know, people like myself were waiting for the tournament for the full gear tournament. And when it didn't get announced, I still held out. I was like, he still does a winter style tournament. So when is it happening? So I probably would have just said, make it a level two. I think that's just good enough. Doesn't have to be Tony Khan has something to say. If it had just been Brian Danielson is going to be at all in and wrestling at all in. That's a, I have something to say you bumped it up a notch when you announced the continental classic because all he did was announce that it's happening and gave us the dates. He didn't announce any stakes. We don't know if it's for a world title shot. We just know that it ends on the 27th of December. And then we don't know what bearing it has on world's end, even though the color schemes are similar, you have to assume that there's some sort of stakes that tie into the event that happens two days later, three days later. it's gotta be. What do you mean? It, it ends at World's End, no, doesn't it? The no, finals the, is the at block World's finals. End. Oh, the block finals are on the twenty seventh at. Yeah, the finals are at World's. The end. finals at World's End, but the block finals are the dynamite yeah. before that. Okay, but still, the finals are at World's End. So, I, I feel like the winner gets a title shot. It's gotta be like you're not doing this whole tournament and not having the winner of it get a title shot. Just like ah, you've won this tournament. Congratulations, Buckaroo. It's got to be, it's got to be the winner gets a title shot. Otherwise, I th- I'd be a little angry. Honestly, they just did this tournament and the stakes were nothing. You get, you're just the champion. Like, cool. You got to even the G one. You know, you get the title shot at at new at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, still, which is months away once the G one concludes, because then that you defend the briefcase twice and whatever, and that's it. But like, yeah, you got to get a title shot for winning this tournament. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I would call this the E one. 
I don't want to call it the because because the A one is already Ethan Page's promotion here outside of Toronto and Hamilton, uh, which is the worst place in the world. Why are you running a show in February in Hamilton, Ethan Page? What's wrong with you? Uh, I love Alpha One though. And then you've got well, the W one is like a it's 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 a form that you fill out for your 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 work visa situation. So can't call it the W one. The E one though. The Elite One? The Elite. Yeah, it's yeah. the E1. That's what I'm calling it. And it's also close enough to the G1 that it's the E1, and it makes sense. 12 people are going to be part of this thing. Everyone's throwing out their names. Everyone's throwing out their ideas. Do you have anyone on there? I know your number one's already in there, so you're good to go. Uh, but is there anyone else that you immediately said, oh, they've got to be in this thing? Chris Jericho. I want you to elaborate, please. Just tapped out to Keshka. That's a pretty big victory. Jericho's got to fill like a ton of Hashiro. I don't think Jericho's ever done G1. So I feel like Jericho wants to try to do something like this as well. So I think Jericho is going to be in it. Um, you got 12 names. You got to have the people. Here's here's what people might get mad at this, but like you got to have at least like one or two names that are just there to take some L's, right? Like you can't have all your favorites there because people got to take some L's so people can get, not everybody can be equal. It can't be 50-50 booking the whole time. You know, like Yano is in the G1 every year to do like comedy matches and take some L's. The best example is Bad Luck Fale. He's there to take L's, maybe like beat Okada and then otherwise just lose everything else like that's what he's there for so you gotta have the people that are in it to just take some losses so you might see someone like john silver in it good wrestler can have some like fun matches with a variety of people but he's just there to lose he's there to lose uh, all these matches like that's what he's gonna be there for so i think you might see you'll see a name like that john silver is actually not now that i just throw that name out there that's not a bad example of him just being there to take some losses so i i'll disagree about john silver only because it feels like they're trying to repackage dark order and how many times have they tried to repackage dark order i know but also when not winter is coming the week before winter is coming they're going to be in Montreal. And what happens when AEW comes to Canada? Stu Grayson appears again. So I assume Stu will have some sort of presence in Montreal with Dark Order. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, Why? He's not in Dark Order. He joined the Righteous and then he maybe left the Righteous. But it's been long enough that everyone's forgotten since it was the summertime that he was there and it was a Ring of Honor pay-per-view that it's like he could just show up and rejoin Dark Order after a segment about penises or something. No, is now I mean Dark Order's like heels last I checked, right? They think they're I don't know, they're tweeners. They're they they they're weird, Dark Order. They're listless, unfortunately. And just I just put Stu or not Stu. I mean Stu's fine. It just put John Silver in the the E one. I, I don't mind the E one. I've been calling it the C two because Continental Classic C two, you know? Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a one. Why are we just why are we trying to go full g1 here let's make it similar to that c2 is literally right in front of you it's literally in the name c2 okay uh there's my rant on that yet he then so, accepts that it could be the e1 <laughs> i mean i accept it but i still think c2 is just there i think it's right in all front right. of you all right john silver is a, is just a name of a guy who's just going to be in a block to to take some l's type of thing i don't know if they want brian cage taking like a bunch of losses and stuff um 
They they seem to like Brian Cage. He's in the what happened with this street fight? Could Osprey not come over and could Sammy not get cleared? So Sammy not getting cleared is most likely, yeah. Osprey, I think, was just like, why? What 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 was the like the risk reward for having Osprey in this case? I think he would have liked to do it, but I think maybe someone stepped in. The 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 famous why isn't there a why person? Maybe somebody stepped in and was just like, why Osprey? Is this is this important enough on a dynamite to bring in Osprey? So for me, it's like I think it is. It's a Sega crossover, Joel Sega. Hey, listen, it's I a crossover. I do, but uh, actually, I'm more of a Nintendo guy. But the point is, I I would have liked to see Osprey, but I kind of understood why they didn't do Osprey. Um, yeah, why Solobo is mentioning that Tay is due, I think in December, she said. But also, if you saw a recent photo of her, she she is very pregnant. So you know, uh, again, if it's that, that's another thing that. Uh, Maybe they just want to be there for the home stretch and hope that everything is 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 smooth uh, going to delivery day. So that could be it with with Sammy as well. But as far as we know, Sammy's still not cleared uh, after suffering a concussion a few uh, months ago. Well, last month. Yeah, was that the pay per view? Yeah, um, was Wrestle? Yeah, Wrestle Dream. Whatever the last pay per view was, I can't keep them straight anymore. They have too many. Um, Wait a minute. <laughs> Uh, Tim, yeah. Tim brings up the, the same point. Yeah, to... yeah. Tim Winger, Winninger, thank you. I hope I got that right. Says uh, maybe with Tamelo do soon. Sammy's taking time. And again, it's it could be honestly, it could just be a happy accident in this case in terms of timing that Sammy's is not cleared. It could be the concussion. He's just you don't know how long it takes to bounce back from that. Some people will do it faster than others, and it comes down to how many you've had, how your brain is. It's a whole long you know, long road dealing with concussion issues, but also, like I said, and like Tim said, and others have said, Tay is uh, presumably due any, anytime soon. So could just be both at the same time. All right. So sorry, I got off of there with the uh, Brian cage just being part of this street fight and wondering why, I mean, I get why, but uh, they had other options and trying to figure out why that didn't Kyle Fletcher in the classic would be so- uh Kate good. and I did this last night. Uh, can I give you my names real quick? Yeah, Lance yeah. Archer, because they have been. No, he's out. Uh, he's a part of World Tag League. Oh, that's with who? Uh, he's tagging with uh, Alex Zane. <laughs> that's a hilarious tag team. I saw that uh, that Gates of Agony. I saw that they're part of this. thing. Yeah, Gates of Agony is yeah, in World that's, Tag that's League. That's what too. I saw. I didn't notice it. Archer, I would have put Archer in there. It would have made sense. They keep bringing him back to TV. It would have been like, like we're building him for oh. a G or an E one run. Okay, uh, Danielson obviously. Is in there. I've already blown up your blown up your blocks here, really. Joel. Sorry, Yuta, uh, Daniel Garcia. Um, obviously, Brian's already there. Andrade, Miro, Ar Fox. Going back to the people who can take losses but have great matches. Yeah. Deuce Robinson is also in that great matches uh, and could take a loss, win a couple. Mox, Claudio, or Orange Cassidy. One of those three or two of those three will probably take part just for the sake of doing a bigger match. Uh, Keith Lee, Cal Fletcher. And then I had written th- the problem is we don't know what champions are involved, if any. That's the, and again, that goes back to like, what are the stakes? Do we know it's a title shot? Do we know if it's, we don't know what it comes with if you win. So, um, yeah. And then others have mentioned Swerve and Hangman. It feels like if you do that, then the blow off from the Texas death match ends up meaning a little less because it feels like those two will end up meeting either in block matches or as a block A, block B, and it becomes a final and it feels weird. 
uh, just to progress the story for the sake of doing a tournament. Ironically, yeah, I don't being the win. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't be part of the tournament is the thing, and that's why. But the tournament starts after full gear, so they could be in separate blocks. It's not like they got to be in in other blocks to to. Yes, but then it just the the expectation, or at least the 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 prevailing theory, if they're on separate blocks, is that they're each going to win their block and then face each other again because we go round in circles. It doesn't mean it has to be that way. It doesn't, you know, it's just one of the things that will come up is, oh, it's got to be these two because they're currently embroiled in a feud and the world title should eventually become a part of it. They're going to, they're having matches. Are they doing, they're doing matches on collision, as right? As they have yeah. to. Okay. So then you got to have collision people in there. Um, cause there's definitely collision centric people here. So somebody like Starks, I know he's one half of the tag champions right now. I think Dax is probably pushing to put himself in this tournament or in this little, uh, round Robin gimmick here. Uh, so I think you'll, you'll see singles Dax possibly showing. There's a guy that could take losses in singles matches. That's all he does is lose singles matches. So I can throw him in there. Um, Okada bring in Kazuchika Okada to take out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do think you maybe get somebody from New Japan. I don't know who because they're running World Tag League. And I just mentioned Archer is in World Tag League. They also got Wrestle Kingdom coming up, but it's before uh it like that'll finish before the, the tournament will finish before Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know who, and if you do have somebody, they're probably taking losses let me look at the world tag league list again it seems seems like the most of the people you probably want to be in there who can like take some l's are already in world tag league like yano's in tag league shoda there's not a whole lot of people who could be in a like gabe kid yeah most of these people are already tied up in tag league stuff so they're probably not coming over i'm sure there's like some name that i'm just like completely overlooking like Yujiro or something. I don't think you I don't think so. Like take a spot and just put Yujiro in there. Sorry, Yujiro yes. Takahashi. Who, is there anyone from Ring of Honor? I would I don't want necessarily New Japan guys there because I want this to be more of a an AEW centric event. This should be the the idea behind this tournament should be that the people involved are directly contracted to the company and will be will be affected by this tournament positively. That's why someone like Kyle Fletcher makes sense because he doesn't have a tag partner to work with right now, but he has standout matches. Uh, AR Fox, again, same conversation. Juice has been, this should be a reward for him for a lot of what he's done for the last month. Uh, Andrade, Miro, people that we've been waiting to see more out of. Uh, We're seeing it slowly with Andrade. Daniel Garcia and Yuta are perfect examples of that. Young, upcoming, telling stories right now. Keith Lee is someone they're bringing back. He's a big dude. That's why I picked my names that I did is that these guys make sense. The only other person you can add is maybe Eddie Kingston if you want that crossover because he's AEW talent and he has the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. That's the only crossover that I would really care for. Uh, people mentioned Jeff Cobb. That's a good shout. He's not in Tag League. Uh, so he's he's been on AEW TV as well. Dude, the G1 size has grown. It grows like every year. I feel like it was like 36 freaking people this year. 
<laughs> I don't actually think I'm too far off base with my 36. No, the because they, they added the D block a couple of years ago, and that just added more wrestlers to the to the field. So as a result, it yeah. becomes a much larger field. 12. The, the thing with 12 is that if it's an internal and in-house uh, what is this, a tournament, uh, if it's an in-house tournament, then you cannot lose the rest of your show and the rest of your stories and the depth of the roster. I know we joke about them having, you know, a hundred million people on the roster, but you have, you have to deal with injuries. You have to deal with who's actually in the promotion and like hot and working right now. And there aren't as many people there doing week to week work that you can just pull out and put into a tournament like this without expecting them to either work uh, other matches or be part of other stories you got to still fill the time, you know, according to what you have in terms of depth. I don't think Omega is going to be in it. I wish Omega was in it. Um, I think that would, you know, just, just be good. I want to see singles Kenny Omega return and just have some, some great matches with people. I like your list, by the way. I don't want to completely dismiss that. Like, I think this should be a good launching point for Daniel Garcia. We've seen a little bit of it with, you know, we tried to shake uh, MJF's hand and then he got pulled back, but then he just completely walked off when 2.0 and Ruby were doing their thing uh, on, on collision. He's like, yeah, I'm out on this. So I think this would be a good, like further launching point for Garcia to be a, a wrestler. So I like him in it. Like kind of same thing with, with Yuta. I like how, you know, his position and it, I like I like your list for the most part as far as just getting featured talent um, who maybe aren't doing anything like story story wise. Like I don't think you can put someone like Wardlow in this thing because he's part of this like MJF vortex right now. I don't, I mean saying vortex like it, the MJF stuff makes it has a has a plot point to it um but you know he's part of the mjf world going going same thing with like samoa joe like unless the joe's gonna win the thing then and, and like beat everybody which is cool with me um then then that's a, a different argument but like they're part of that so you kind of got to get people kind of like joel said of like who are not super featured on television or don't have a real concrete story right now or maybe won't have a concrete story coming out of full gear I think the Bucks and Omega and Jericho kind of have a story coming out of full gear, depending on who wins and loses that, because they'll be going after the tag titles or the trio titles or whatever. Ethan Page is a good shout. Like, I, I think Ethan Page is someone who can be part of that. I would like, I'd like to see some ROH guys just to get them there. I don't know. Those are probably guys who are going to take some L's, which would be unfortunate. Um, it's tough to, they have the talent roster to pick and choose and just have great matches. I do think like someone like Penta will be part of it, by the way. Um, you know, they, they like Penta. They always position Penta. Well, he can kind of take losses without like it super hurting him or anything like that. So I do think Penta will be part of it. I think the winner of Swerve and Hangman should come out of it and, and be part of it, but not but not the loser. Cause like you said, then maybe you, you just think too much of like, Oh, well this is going to be the finals, the blow off. And then the winner gets the, the title shot out of it. But I do think the winner coming out of it can be part of the tournament. But then if you announce the brackets before, I wouldn't announce it beforehand. Cause then you're almost telegraphing 
the winner it feels like i guess you can go the other way but then it, but then you get the complaint of like let's say they announce hangman and swerve wins the texas death then it goes okay well why is hangman getting part take part of this tournament to get a shot at the title and swerve is not what are we doing here um yeah, we'll see if champions are part of it because Orange Cassidy would make some sense. He's going to wrestle every week anyway, so you might as well have him as part of the tournament. It's not like champions aren't part of it in New Japan. You know, the, the IWGP champion. And that's how they set up IWGP title shots heading into Wrestle Kingdom. Of They basically have the champion take a loss, and then it's like, ah, they get a title shot before Wrestle Kingdom, and then they typically win. Um, so, like, yeah, that's how you set up the title shots in, in G1. The brackets will be interesting. You know, 12, 12 names does kind of limit people, honestly. Like if you, because they do have a, a good roster. Uh, so Scott's saying they already telegraphed the winner with Brian announcing the tournament with TK. I don't think so. I mean, I think Brian, I don't think so. Either. By the way, I would have Brian win, but that's just my own bias. Um, So I would, I would totally have Brian win. I don't think that telegraphs it because Brian is someone who has no issue taking L's. I think, Brian, Brian was there because I'm sure this is something that he pushed to do. He's been pushing to do, and he's not able to do the the one in Japan. So, and they wanted to announce it for all in. This is really the lead here. This is really the lead that we completely buried. They're announcing Brian Danielson for a show in August of next year, which is great, which is fantastic. You should. They're going to put that man in some bubble wrap before then because Brian gets hurt. A little too often but then they're like brian's also gonna wrestle six matches in six weeks but don't worry guys he'll be there in august i was like oh man i don't know about this i love brian my but my immediate feeling was like gato seeing the announcement for the tournament and just being like oh you son of a bitch if you don't make it to japan i will take your eye for real so yeah, I agree with you. Listen, Brian's going to do what Brian's going to do. He has no problem putting people over. Like you said, I don't think it telegraphs him winning. I think if anything, it just, it, it makes people feel like he's going to win, but it's going to be a big deal when he doesn't. And, you know, takes, takes the L's here and there. He can, he can go to a block final and lose. I'm sure that's fine, but I don't see him winning the entire thing. I, I think he just goes, uh, I think, I think he goes far, has a good showing wrestles like he wrestles, but this is a, an opportunity going back to what I was talking about with young talent. This is an opportunity for young talent to step in with Brian. You have banger matches with him to learn from him and work with him and do it on TV. And for that, there is an opportunity for that talent and for Brian to work with the next generation. Here's, here's the real game here. We know Brian's part of this, right? So he's in one block, five names. I'm just going to pick five names on the roster that Brian, I'm not, I'm going to be Brian Danielson right now. Looking at this roster, she's like, who are the five names that I just want to work with? Because that's my impression that I get from Danielson. I'm just like, who the hell does Danielson want to work with? Here's an easy way to give Brian Danielson five matches against somebody. So Danielson against scrolling through the roster here. He's worked a lot of these people, which is kind of all right. Danielson against Buddy Matthews. He's picking Buddy Matthews. He wants that match, I would assume. I don't know. All right, so got to get him on the show to yeah, ask him. I mean, maybe I'll ask him at um, uh, WrestleCade weekend. All right, Buddy Matthews. Let's let's take that name as one. Is he? Has he? He hasn't faced Realistico. He might want that match. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. 
you don't you don't think he wants that match or you don't think he's faced him? I don't think he wants that match. Really? Okay. There there are certain ways that Drillisco works that people think he's better than he is. <laughs> I don't know. Danielson is weird. He wants all these matches, he man. Does, he does. But but yeah, Drillisco, like he's fine, but there are certain things like he's just he's got he's got his template and he just he's there to take the L's for uh, LFI. Josh Woods. I feel like Danielson might see something in Josh Woods. Be like, yeah, let me let me get in the ring with him. That is, uh, yeah, he is the goods. Yeah, so, okay, Josh Woods. Is he? Yeah. A couple of these names, I can't remember, like, if he's faced. He's faced Moriarty, hasn't he? Yeah, that was a big deal because people were like, why is he facing this guy? What, what does it matter that he's facing Lee Moriarty? And we were like, because it's going to be a great match. Just get over yourself. Jeff Alley Driver's here, by the way, and he doesn't want us to complain about the tournament. So, Jeff, oh, just rewind, are. and we've done nothing but complain. Yeah, no, it's, it's all we've done is complain about this tournament. It's <laughs> awful, and we hate it. We haven't heaped praise on it at all, I promise. All right, I'm, I'm going. Who okay, else? Have, has he faced Fletcher or Takeshka? I don't think he's faced either of those guys. No, and I would I would like to see definitely Fletcher and Brian. That's on my list. Okay, he, he faced Takeshka in January. Completely forgot about that match. Well, that right there. Sure, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Very memorable. So he, he has faced Takeshka. Yeah. He's faced Fletcher too. We actually faced Fletcher a couple weeks ago. I did remember the Fletcher match, um, but I was testing Joel. Oh, you weren't. Stop it. No, no, I did remember because that was a big deal that they had uh, Danielson against Fletcher. Okay. It was literally like a month ago. Was that when Fletcher was dealing with the Don Callis stuff and he was man with yeah, yeah, yeah. man with an island? Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, he's faced he's faced uh, then. Oh, Danielson against Mark Briscoe. I bet he just wants that match. Like he probably hasn't faced Mark in years. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't wrestled since 2008. All right. Mark Briscoe put him in there. Who else does Danielson want to face? I wonder if he wants to do a rematch against Miro. Cause that match rolled in their tournament. Uh, when they did the tournament match a few years, uh, ago. Brian and Fox, it would probably be one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I could see that. He hasn't done it. He hasn't had a match with AR Fox. I don't think they've ever had a thing. Nick Wayne, Brian Danielson and Nick Wayne. I think he wants that match. He wants to get his win back over Miro. No, I don't know if he, I mean, maybe, but I think he wants Nick Wayne. I think he wants to face Nick Wayne. Roddy, when, when did Danielson and Roddy last wrestled? Oh, Roddy is a good idea to put in this tournament because he wants to come back, right? Yeah, they haven't wrestled since 2010 either. They were in the greatest Royal Rumble, but I'm not really counting that. Singles match was 2010. Yeah, that was a while. That was a long time ago. Right. That, All right, that so, greatest Royal Rumble was like the best part of the greatest Royal Rumble other than Titus. Yes that, was, yes, that was a big moment for him. He was like 55 minutes in that thing. All right, so here's the five I've kind of narrowed it down to. Roderick Strong. Um, Go back through of this list here. Nick Wayne. I don't think... Look, if they can get Pac over, I think he wants Pac. That's a match we haven't seen in forever. Yeah. I, I do wonder what's going on with Pac and that injury. All right. Roderick Strong, Nick Wayne, Mark Briscoe. I he wrestled Buddy not too long ago, I, I feel. I feel like I, I remember that match. Maybe not. Did he not? 
Oh, he has his Oh, he wants that Buddy Murphy. Yeah, he wants that match. Okay, Buddy Matthews. And if they can get Pack, let's throw in Pack. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm kind of leaning towards Josh Woods. That's where I'm leaning towards. And again, I don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor telling this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff Alexander is asking about Danielson and Orange Cassidy. They haven't done a singles match. They wrestled Dags. Yeah. If, yeah. If Orange Cassidy, if he's going to be in the tournament, that's a that's a good shout. Um, there's one more name that I'm going to toss out there. Okay. A returning Jack Perry. Yeah, I thought about that. I don't know when he's uh, coming back, and I don't know if this is the spot to bring him back in. It depends on where they want to seat him. Is Maybe this is a tournament that he wins and essentially prove, proves himself, quote-unquote, for the audio folks, uh, that he's that he's that guy, that he that he can be that guy. And it's twofold. One, it's like, listen, I, I wouldn't be surprised that there are some people backstage who are still a little, a little annoyed at him for what happened with the CM Punk stuff. But at the same time, you know, show, show some growth, go in there, work. Do your thing. I'm sure he's more than willing to to do the work, and uh, it could be it could be an opportunity as long as they change his theme music ASAP. Here's how you bring Jack Perry back. You crash okay. him. You have him come out Stone Cold style. Goes through the real glass. No. Here's how you bring back Jack Perry. Full gear this weekend, this Saturday, right? Wow. The Golden Jets against the Young Bucks. Okay. Jack Perry comes out and he aligns with Chris Jericho, baby. Jack and Chris on the same team. They they screw over the elite. And then we get Jack Perry and Chris Jericho. We love, we we love the Chris Jericho universe. Put Jack Perry in that. And we get Jack Perry and Chris Jericho together. That's what the world needs. The That's how you bring back. Jack Perry and Chris Jericho is so excited to have Jack by his side. He's taking him under his wing. He gets, you know, he gets all these young people over. He loves, he loves Jack Perry. I'm sure he has stories about Luke Perry and all this stuff, right? Like this is what, this is what we need with this. They make the little inside references to punk and everything like, ha ha ha. It screws over the elite, but he's actually, you know, the elite actually like him because of everything. This is, this is brilliant right here this is brilliant jack perry chris jericho make it out i'm gonna make it even worse jericho gets jack perry and then he also picks up roderick strong and kyle o'reilly and that's the jericho era which he just trademarked the jericho era is it's just the undisputed era with chris jericho on top and jack perry added for the bobby fish spot baby you know, you know why he trademarked Jericho era, right? I I don't think it's a it's a group. No, I don't either. But I know that he does this at random. But what was it for this one? So in the press conference with Takeshka uh, before their DDT match, he just offhandedly said the Jericho era is just beginning. Yeah, and then that got picked up, and then so Jericho's like, "Up, oh, I should trademark this because he trademarks." everything so that's all it is i don't think it is any type of group i think that it's just he trademarked it because he said it in a promo and then it got picked up by news sites and then he's like ah i should probably trademark this and market this 
So that's, that's all it is. I don't think this is leading because it's for merchandise purposes. Like he's just gonna, you know, cause he said that Jericho air is just beginning, which is hilarious. Um, but I don't think it's anything like that. No, Jack Perry and Chris Jericho. Here was my other idea that I thought about literally like as I was saying it, but then I, I swerved when I drive uh, to go with the Jericho Jack Perry. You shouldn't stuff. do that, by the way. You shouldn't swerve. I know. I it's honestly really terrible. Bad message to the kids. It's not good. Jack Perry helps the elite win. He helps the young bucks win, right? By hitting Jericho. And then so we got the elite and uh and Jack Perry and they all just do a victory lap around the ring <laughs> as during the show. And people get super mad about it. I think that'd be the most hilarious outcome. Is Jack Perry helping them win, like helping the Bucks win by hitting Jericho. And Omega looks like, huh, what happened here? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, they, like they they just slowly start to raise their hands. And then Omega just slowly starts to raise his hands. And then just all four of them just do the victory lap around the ring. And people get just so so mad about all of this but it's funny to me that's awful let's do it <laughs> i still i'm still patting myself on the back for making a jericho era group i'm sure and that's and I, very very good on jeremy for being like this is why he did it because i know that there are plenty of podcasts and plenty of pundits who are going to do what i just did and i did it completely sure. tongue-in-cheek like i didn't I didn't actually think we're going to get Roddy, Kyle, Jericho, and Jack Perry, though that would be one hell of a group, and then call it the Jericho era, and then have Adam Cole (laughs) come out and be like, the fuck is this? It honestly, like, I'm not saying Jericho won't turn this into a group of the Jericho era. I'm not saying he won't. I'm letting everybody know this is why he did the trademark though if it turns into a group it turns into a group it don't i don't put anything past chris jericho when it comes to this stuff but he didn't do it because i think there's big plans for a group he did it because of the reasons that i said yeah i hear you um i want to go back to ethan page for a second people were mentioning him in the in this thing uh my feeling is that ethan page is longing for that tv title in ring of honor and now that they've announced this tournament i'm starting to wonder whether or not they're going to actually run another tournament i think this might be the ladder match at uh at final battle for the tv title they might have a couple of qualifiers and then or call some old matches qualifiers and then just do a ladder match with five or six guys i do we haven't seen a good ladder match in a while so i do love a good ladder match um that makes sense i don't yeah i don't think you want to run two tournaments with each other although tony loves tournaments. Say, this would be a tony um, w a tony Khan staple yeah but the ladder match is also a, a Tony Khan staple, and we haven't seen that in a while. When was the last one? It was for the vacant ROH tag titles, right? Was that the last big the ladder the match? Sky. Did they yeah. they did a face of the they did a face of the revolution this year, didn't but they? But that was like back in the the winter last year. It was Hobbs. It was Hobbs winning. Well, wasn't that this regardless, year? Regardless, Revolution is is February, so it would have been right. way back in like January twenty twenty three. Yeah, the tag titles was the last. Yeah, that's when Dante messed up his ankle, something fierce. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it it makes sense going with the uh, with the TV title ladder match gimmick for for final battle instead of a tournament. I think we could we could see that. So Ethan Page makes sense in there. I would. I know he like posted the photo of the the TV title and stuff. I'm very curious as to where they're going with the world title. Who Eddie's gonna face? Eddie Eddie um, gets Jay Lethal. 
Oh, that's Sorry, right. I, that's right. I, I, I did, this, did this last week too. He gets shaved because nobody, like, first of all, you got to watch behind the paywall just to find out Eddie's on the show. Fine. Sure. But like, yeah, they, they haven't done anything about Jay versus Eddie. They haven't made it official yet. So yeah, that's one of the frustrations I have going into final battle. This, this show is very much the Athena, Billy Starks match. I'm not complaining about yeah. that. Those, those women have anchored the show for the last six months, but in terms of the build around everything else, Josh, Josh Woods, Going after the pure title is pretty much the only other thing that seems to be on routes. But yeah, that that's it. Why sellable? We got to let us know when you are attending wrestling shows, because I need to pre-plan for something terrible happening. Yes, he's going to full, he was talking about going to full gear, so we might have to plan ahead. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, something bad's gonna happen to Sting at Full Gear now. Wessel, oh, Wessel, cancel your plans. Were you at All In 2020? Were you there for Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara going off the top of that platform? That wasn't good. No, it was not. That wasn't good. No. All right, he says he's not going to Full Gear. Okay, good. Sting is safe. Sting is safe. <laughs> he really does. I'm, I'm worried. Shows. I'm worried about Wessel attending these wrestling shows. Bad stuff happens. More like why knowable. Boo this man. Yeah, well, you know. Uh Shaitan's first sent a super chat saying, No way Brian Danielson will put himself over. Exactly. See, I don't think Brian will. I do think Tony will be like, you gotta go over. Like at some point you just gotta win some of these matches. I think Brian makes it to the block finals yeah. at the very least. At the very least, he's making the block finals. Oh, Jeff Valley Driver went to the so okay. In Toronto, there's great Canadian wrestling, GCW. First time I saw it, I was like, oh, GCO, oh, not them. They brought in, I think they brought in, oh, God, Medusa and somebody else for the show. Jeff, how was that show? Because I've never, I see their ads everywhere, and I've never been to a show because they always happen, like, way out of the greater Toronto area. I'm very interested as to how your experience was. Please, please let the chat and myself know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. There you go. Great Canadian wrestling. That's an oxymoron. I don't know how great it is because I've never attended or seen any footage of it. Uh, very Okay, very young people. I heard it's very family friendly. I did hear that. A lot of kids go. Uh, it feels like the Diener special, which is not a bad thing. Cody Diener loves like loves wrestling not not just that but like he loves wrestling when there are tons of kids around because he's like the Pied Piper and he gets to play his role. He's got like 50 kids anyway, but uh yeah, there you go. Nothing crazy in the ring. Very funny. Good crowd interaction. About 50 people. Okay. Six K. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Listen, I go to Greek town wrestling where they bleed all over the place and the kids are still there having a ball. So uh, I don't know what the hell is wrong with that. I'm going to probably go see no alcohol. Huh, okay. That's interesting. No, Joe won't survive. I don't, I, I don't drink. Whenever I go to Greek town now, I post up in the kitchen and help the hot dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> while i do interviews so like i we've got one in the can with uh with uh aj olette who we talked about with jock Sampson a couple weeks ago on this show and i should probably get that interview up because the aj olette interview he he just lost the the cfl um what was it the not the final but the uh the, the semis the, the the conference final so now they're talking about aj being a wrestler again and i'm like mm, should probably put something up there Put it up on overbooked. A, a rare B says for the uninitiated, can we get a breakdown of the G1 works? The AW1 is around Robin. They said, are there still brackets and such? No, there's no brackets. It is 
it is round robin. So it works similar. Uh, so here's how the G1 works. They have now the G1 has like four different blocks, but for AEW, uh, for AEW purposes, they have two blocks, six wrestlers each. Every wrestler will wrestle each other once. So you'll get, you'll get, um, I'm terrible at math, but everybody wrestles each other once is what it is. And then it, I'm going to, I'm assuming it works the same way as the G1, by the way. I don't feel like they announced like full on rules, but like a win is two points, a loss is zero points, and a tie. I assume they're going to have time limit ties, or you could have, you know, uh, double count outs or something like that. Uh, a tie is one point. Uh, so you, so you get one point for the tie. And then at the end, after you wrestle the five other people in your block, the two people with the highest point total, uh, wrestle each other in the block finals. And then the winner of that match of those two matches will meet each other in the finals. Tiebreakers are determined by who won, like by if you beat that person. So let's say I'm again, using names that we don't know. Let's say Danielson, Omega, and Jericho. Let's say they all have at the end of this thing eight points, right? They all have eight points. I'm not even sure this is mathematically possible, but let's say they all have eight points at the end of it and they're in the same block. Then if Danielson beat Jericho and Omega, he would be number one. And then if Jericho beat Omega, he would be number two. Again, I'm not sure this is the math maths on that. But that that's that's how it works. That's how tiebreakers are determined is who who beat who uh, on that. Hopefully that makes sense. I know like trying to hear that in like audio form, it might be difficult. Um, but once you see like kind of the bracket laid out and the, the layout, yeah, you're going to be tested on this. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like it'll honestly like it'll make sense once they once they kind of lay it. Uh, once they lay it out like on screen and everything and once it starts to get rolling you'll kind of you'll you'll pick up pretty easily and the fact that it's only like six wrestlers in each block it ain't that difficult to follow once it gets rolling like the g1 with their friggin uh you know four blocks and eight people in each block it gets just convoluted mess and then it's like then this year i even got confused because it was like the A block top person faces the D block second place finisher in what I'm like, huh? The fuck is going on with this stuff? So yeah, they, they, they made it, uh, they made it very confusing for even people who follow this stuff. Um, but I, once it gets rolling, I think it'll be pretty easy to follow. Uh, I think you nailed it on the head. One thing that they really, 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 really should and need to do is put up a graphic explaining the rules, something that people are going to see, screen cap, pass around, hopefully get an idea, like a cheat sheet, something that would hopefully make this thing make sense. I'm sure they'll do it because it would We're gonna the tournament. We're going to have on, on Fightful, Fightful.com, we do this for all the New Japan stuff. And so we're going to do it for AW as well. We have uh, basically like the updated standings and results archive. So you can click on that. You can see what the standings are and you can click on the, the match to, you can click on the results archive as well. We do it for all the New Japan, like, cause they, they do multiple. They do Super Junior Tag League, World Tag League, which starts in, on November 20th. So it actually starts before AEW uh, uh, starts um, the, the C2. Um, so S- junior tag league, world tag league, best of super juniors, G1, 
AW does like four or not, not AW, uh, New Japan does like four round robin tournaments a year. So we, we do a results archive and standings archive for that. We'll do the same one for the, the AW tournament. And the other thing is, uh, Jeff Valley driver had a good one here called the TK one because the continental classic sounds like a hotel breakfast. It does. And I appreciate that. What do you think they serve at this continental oh. breakfast chops? Same thing they serve in every continental breakfast. A lot of bagels, old bacon and nasty eggs oh, and yeah, bagels, cardboard eggs. I always get the cereal. I don't trust any of that other food. The cereal, at least I know like that's coming from the cereal factory. What kind of cereal are we eating here? Oh, I like Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah, Fruit Loops are good. Frosted Flakes? Yeah. Frosted Flakes. I do like the Frosted Flakes. We're, we're kind of a problem here. We're, we're very unhealthy people. Yeah. I got it. Well, you'd be even more unhealthy if you eat that continental breakfast. That's stuff. true. My my kid eats uh, Cheerios, like multi-grain Cheerios, by the fistful. Like, it's hilarious. When I pick him up, I put some in his little stroller tray, and he, like, grabs a bunch, shoves them in his mouth, and I'll be like, uh, what did we say? And he'll stop himself mid-fist and face and be like, Thank you. <laughs> I gotta buy more. That's how I eat my Cheerios as well. So, like, I respect it. Yeah, that's how you do. I see cinnamon yeah. toast crunch in, the, in there. Okay, it's a good show. Someone, so, someone in the chat mentions Rivera. Did you see Steph Delander went to Rivera twice? She said. Now we got to get Steph I on did. this on this show to get her to bury Rivera. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Go Golden Grams. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. Uh, did, did you ever like uh, what was it? Oh my God, the honey Honey Crisp. Honeycrisp? Eh, I like honeycomb. honeycomb the honeycomb good. was my jam. Yeah, honeycrisp was awful. Honeycrisp was. I don't. I don't remember having the honeycrisp, but I love the honeycomb. Count Chocula, man. Now we're getting into it. Okay. Right, okay. I like the Captain Crunch. When they when they went to the Captain Crunch, oops, all berries. The berries were the best part, right? Like, <laughs> did oops, all berries. <laughs> yeah, it's just pure sugar. That's why it's the best part. But they went to the oops all berries. It turned your shit green. Like if you ate enough of it, like it's not, your poop it's not good. Came out. Green. That's not good. No, no. It, it yeah. It uh. Just just a heads up for everybody. If you eat like enough oops all berries, your poop will turn green. So if you want to turn your poop green, there you go, everyone. Doesn't that mean that your stomach is having problems? You know, digesting it properly. I don't know. Possibly. I feel like, yeah, that's shit's probably, probably tough to digest. Like it's nothing but just a little sugar ball and you know, I don't know. Tricks. Tricks was good. Yeah, I did. They, they were, they were only for kids. Though. I see these everywhere. Jeff Valley driver, these Timbits cereal. So for those who don't know Timbits, they're donut holes. They're just like, I think, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I think, uh, like Duncan has them and everyone, everyone has their form of like donut holes. Right. So right, Timbits right. are like the thing here because of Tim Hortons and they have a cereal that's based on the flavors of it. I see that shit everywhere Ooh. and I refuse to buy it. When we buy cereal, we oh, bought the jumbo that. box, which is like a kilogram. I don't know what that is in pounds. Y'all figure it out yourselves. But like, it's basically just two big boxes there. I shit you not taped together. <laughs> they <already> come <laughs> taped together and like by the factory, like the barcode is on the tape that is taped together with the boxes. And then you just untape them and you use one at a time. Um, yeah, that's what we do at this house. Fruity Pebbles is a good shout. I would try that 10 bits. Uh, that sounds that sounds really good. Um, like a Kate Fruity Pebbles box. What's like up? a Kate to bring you back a box. She's supposedly coming up here okay. in December. That's unfortunate. Tell me about it. Okay. She's going to sleep um, in, my, in this office. 
That's a new I know. I got to get a new mattress for her because the old one's gone. Cookie crisp. Yeah. That's good. They did. Oh, they 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 did these these Oreo O's. So they're they're a little Oreo like cereal. Oh, that's cocaine right there. That's crack. I would eat so much of that stuff just like straight out of the box. I wouldn't even put that shit in milk. It's really good in milk, but like I didn't even care. Just eating that straight out of the box. That was good stuff right there. I was uh man, goldfish. I never I was never a big goldfish guy. And then we started giving it to the okay. kid and now it's game over. Now I eat them too. Goldfish is yeah. good. Yeah. And, and what does this have to do with cereal? Well no, though? I'm just thinking about like you were talking about stuff just eating it out of the box. And I was thinking about goldfish mm-hmm. being that and like different cereals that I probably haven't eaten since I was a kid because I don't eat cereal much unless I'm on the road. And then it's just in the continental breakfast. Uh, and <laughs> it's true. Like The last time I had cereal was in May when I was in Calgary doing, you know, doing some work and I was having the breakfast there. But yeah, that's that was what I ate was like Fruit Loops and, you know, Frosted Flakes. But yeah, goldfish. That's something that I, I also was thinking I eat. Frosted flakes is something I eat when I'm like really stoned. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like super high and like I need, I got munchies and stuff, just straight, straight frosted flakes right out of the box. Just doesn't even matter. That's what I'm going with. Listen, if magic spoon sponsors this channel, we'll talk about magic spoon, but they ain't sponsoring this channel. So they ain't getting their shout outs. That's all. I got. I, you mentioned about That's right. me. Uh, is there anything else from from Collision that you want to bring up? With the the main topic was obviously the uh, the tournament, but then you know Adam Copeland also had a match. <laughs> that was the main event. And yeah, that's how I feel. Was was there anything else that really stuck out from uh, from Collision that you want to talk about? Um, I'm trying to think what else. Happened. It was a taped show, so but like they did some like big announcements and everything like they got the four-way tag title match at, at um at full gear they announced the, the tbs title match at full gear getting two women's title matches on the show everybody i don't think any of them are going to be bumped to the pre-show maybe, maybe well not. buy-in right um, now is just the mjf tag match right the the roa full tag. i don't yeah i think that was yeah buy-in i'm pretty sure that's yeah, been zero hours sorry it's zero hour now yeah zero hour yeah uh so yeah, we're we're getting that for right now. There's gonna be a lot of. They're still gonna add more matches, I'm sure, because they love their 18 match cards. We're at nine, so we're halfway there. <laughs> they're gonna add more to the buy-in, like they're gonna or the zero hour. They're gonna add more to that. They're gonna just get. They're gonna get people on the show on that rampage. What's solid? You know that was a uh, that was live FTR and a uh, commander and Vikingo was uh, really fun. So. Yeah, that was a that was a live show. That was really fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was a good week for AEW. After you know, everyone buried AEW <laughs> the week before. Tony Khan says, "All right, we're gonna put, we're gonna give you your banger matches and everything." And then the ratings went down. So clearly, nobody wants banger matches. They want great, messy stories. Starting to think that this is going to be the card. Maybe they had one more match. Oh, then again, they did a 13 minute. Oh, no, that was last year. I'm just I'm trying to think of what uh, what the cards have been lately for AEW pay-per-views because we're on nine matches. Nope. 14 matches on the Wrestle Dream card. Yeah, they're they're going to add a lot more. They're Joel. Don't worry gonna about add it. more. But I'm th- but like every match yeah. so far is some sort of stipulation match with the exception 
of the six man tag team match. And by stipulation, I mean like a title match or some sort of added stipulation to it. So like Sting Darby and Adam Copeland versus Cage, uh, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. That's the only just straight up six man tag team match. Everything else has something associated with it, whether it be a title or the Golden Jets Young Bucks match, which, you know, loser, you know, they had to disband uh, or give up the title shot. They're gonna add more. Don't worry about it, Joel. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to add more stuff. They might add like a Drade Miro to it since that's been kind of a thing. They sure. don't don't question AEW and just adding matches for the sake of adding matches. Like it makes sense. Like they're they're kind of uh they're they're kind of on opposite ends right now. So it makes sense why they would add it. The acclaimed just random six man our trios title defense like i don't know against who the dark order because why not you know they're gonna get the righteous and uh lance archer there you go yeah righteous and lance archer yeah before lance goes to uh japan i don't know Mm, that's gonna be cutting it close because the tournament starts on november 20th that's that's gonna be cutting it close for old lance well does Uh, he have the first match on the first night i think they're running like it's all it's all i don't know i'd have to look at the schedule who knows who it's gonna be there's, to i'm sure there's a six-man tag out there it'll be ftr with a friend no ftr's in the title. oh yeah they're in the tag match, title like, match yeah i don't know what makes sense the acclaimed versus the kingdom with roddy strong the kingdom roddy strong because no. they i mean roddy's I roddy's wrestling so they could have him I don't know what makes sense. I guess we'll probably find out as early as Wednesday. Yeah, they'll they'll announce some stuff on on Wednesday. They will just maybe maybe it's the kingdom because it's a uh, you know for MJF's love along with the trio titles. He does love love. Chaitan's first sent a super chat saying, "Is Julie Harding contention for most improved wrestler of the year? I bet she wins the title on full gear." Second part. She I'm should. starting to really believe that they gave her the one shot. She didn't win, but people were definitely behind her in that match. She's been, she's been really performing well. And Chris Statlander, you know, I think it's really frustrating because Chris, Chris is a good wrestler. She's mentioned a lot that she wants to get better with her promo work and wants to feel more comfortable and confident behind the microphone. Uh, but at the same time, you had Tony who was basically building up Chris to defeat Jade Cargill. Once all of the stuff happened with, uh, stack getting injured and of course jade just kept rolling and it was just it very it felt very awkward that they just kind of veered back into statlander winning and not much really was gained from it other than she won the title and then had another match with jade so i do think that julia hart would be a really good victory and then would you have the kings of the black throne capture the tag titles at the same time and let them be big and let buddy matthews have a run in that tournament like is it is this it? Is this the moment that you pull the trigger and make it big for, uh, for I was going to say Kings of the Black Throne, but you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not mad at that idea. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of said as much on Collision in that promo, which was a cool, cool little thing with them. I'm fine, like, if that's the direction they go with House of Black. Just give me these dudes, like, kicking ass and stuff. I don't, I don't, the Miss stuff does nothing for me like all the the spooky stuff does nothing them is just like ass kickers who are just kind of spooky cool i'm fine with that them as spooky people who sometimes want to beat people up and blow people i don't want any of that they want to what they blow them they they 
What'd I say? But you said blow them. They blow them with mist. They, they missed them. People know what they I meant. They missed them, Jeremy. They don't blow them. They blow mist. Yeah, them. no, blowing is what happens when Moose and Myers get in the 69. They go. They go. I No, fra- they no blow. phrasing is important here. And you were way They blow them. No, they, no phrasing. No, they missed. They do. They go. They, they don't. They don't. But mist comes Not out of their you, mouth. If you go, the mist doesn't work. If you if you spit it, they spit at them. That works. They missed them. They, have you ever misted people? Yeah. How do you know how it works? I okay. don't blow them. I I miss them. Mm. My child misses me. You ask him for a kiss, and he just they go. No, absolutely not. That's how it works. No, it's not. It does that. That's it. Does it's not a blowing. It's not blowing. They they're spitters. You know. Yeah, you spit water. You don't blow water. You can blow both. I can blow water. Hold on, I got water right Please here. Please don't make your laptop turn off by blowing water on. I gotta. I need to like do this. I'll, I'll blow. I'll blow water into this cup. All right. This Ready? sounds like a bad idea. Hold oh, on. God, do you have a change of clothes nearby? Mm. <laughs> this is such a video bit. Ah. No, you didn't. You spat it. I didn't know I went. I didn't spit. I blew. No, you're blowing bubbles, Jeremy. Don't do this. No. I went. No, you don't. They're not blowers. They're not blowers. I blew the water. No, the water is clear. It's not blue. You didn't turn it blue. Ah, I blew. I turned it like it's like a coffee color right now because I blew it into my coffee. That sounds gross. <laughs> That's what happened. I blew the water, everybody. Hey, what what card's gonna have more matches on it? Wrestle Kingdom or Full Gear? Oh, Wrestle Kingdom's always got three hundred matches, and they always do a bunch of title changes. I don't know, like that's just standard for all New Japan shows. They already have seven. I didn't spit. I blew. No, it's spitting. You've been told. I blew the water. This is Monday content. This is what we do three times a week. So your Monday content also stretches into Wednesdays and Fridays, ten a.m. Eastern till noon here on Fightful Overbooked. Uh, get your super chats in and tell Jeremy that he blows. What? Are we- <laughs> That was a good one. I got it. Oh God! What are, what are we? Are we? Uh, are we good on on AW right now? And we can talk. About I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the devil? The devil is alive. No, no, we've talked about the devil on Friday. We talked about it enough. I'm sure when the devil zooms in on Wednesday, we'll talk about it again. But <laughs> it, it just it feels like they're starting to lay the groundwork there. But uh, full gear, like we talked about on Friday, will probably be one of the more. Uh, seminal beats of the story presumably in front of the crowd as well uh you think they're going to get the the rolling stones again think they'll get sympathy for the devil i think so if they can yeah i wonder how many times they they have that song tony never really answered that question they should get rick ross the devil is a lie that's the song they got a good relationship with rick what if rick ross is the devil the the devil costs a little too small on him Nah, so hey, you don't know Rick Ross's workout this plan. You can lies, be a good loss. Lies and accusations, Jeremy. Huh? huh? Rick Ross impression. It's good. It's good. He ad libs. Name name five Rick Ross songs. No, Joel. I can't. Wow! God, I just answered your question. Oh man, Rick Ross rules. What does Rick Ross do every day? 
Joel Pearl. Win? No, Joel! Joel! <sighs> Guys, this is what I got to deal with. Well, yes. This is what I have to deal with. When I ask the question of what Rick Ross does every day, he said, win. Oh, guys. Oh, is, is do you do see... hustling? Is that the one? Every day he's hustling? Every day he's hustling. Like, you know why I've Joel? blocked out that song from my memory? Because two reasons. Because you're a hater? Yes, because LMFAO completely ruined that. And two, Orthodox Jews then ruined it even further. Sorry to my Orthodox Jewish brethren. You all get on the gimmick way too late and just kills whatever momentum it has i don't care about lmfao i don't know anything about orthodox jews or southpaw jews all i'm talking about is rick ross hustling man every day he's hustling joel yeah but i'm also very white he knows noriega the real noriega noriega owes him a hundred favors Oscar joined Damage Control on SmackDown this past week. <laughs> Dude, I don't care. About it. I want to have a good discussion about. Rick listen, Ross if you want a I'm good discussion with the battle rapper, just go listen to Grapsity from this past week. They absolutely killed it. They had a good time. I forget. I forget the guest name. You, you know the guy. DNA. DNA. There you go. DNA. Yes. He was great. Thank you, Jeff. I'm going to replace you with Jeff Valley Driver. He will get my Rick Ross references. It's Canadian. It's all the same. Apparently he's fairly local to where I am. So, yeah, Jeff Valley Driver, just go to Joel's place right now, punch him in the face, take his spot, and you can do the show. If you can get past security, and we can talk about Rick Ross. Yeah, if you can get past security, come on up. <sighs> Dalton Castle and the boys, right? That's who he talks about. Dalton Castle. Just uh, awful. That's awful. Yeah, hum a lot of things. All right. What's next? What what are we talking uh, about? Let's 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 go over to SmackDown. Let's talk about Asuka. Let's talk about that that whole that whole scene. Cause I sat with you on Friday. Asuka blew <laughs> Bianca with the mist. Misted Bianca is all you have to say. <laughs> I said it correctly. She blew her with the mist. She spat mist in her eyes. Tomato, tomato. Oh, God. See, it's just one glass is wearing Canadian with another. One understands my Rick Ross references, which are elite. And the other one is Joel Pearl. So Oscar comes out to be the member of the Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair team. And I said to myself, self, what does Oscar do every time she has a chance to be around Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair? She blows mist in their face. That one's for you. Oscar joins damage control. I really love it. I'm really happy to see it. We talked on Friday about the women's war games match and you were like, I don't know if they're going to do it. And it feels like they are going to do it. Now each team just has to find one more. If they're going to do a five on five war games match. They're not, you got to get this five on five. They can do four on four. It's okay. No, they're going to do five on five, but they each got it. They got to find their, their, their teams though. So we got one side is damage control minus Dakota Kai who can't still can't go unfortunately, but uh, you can do four on four. Sure. For you four on four. Cause I like you so much Thank four you. on four. So I guess that opens up the question. Who's going to be on the baby face side. 
here's my dream scenario, right? Here's my dream scenario. Brian Danielson. You got Bianca, you got Shotzi, you got Charlotte, right? That's the three. So they need a baby face, right? And Shotzi and Bianca are like, what about Becky? And Charlotte's like, it doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> like, how about not? <laughs> Charlotte is just so cold on this idea. She's like, I don't know if we can trust Becky. I don't know about Becky doing this. Then Becky comes in there. It's like, what's up, guys? How we doing? And Charlotte's just like, nah, I don't think we can trust her, Every everybody. And then in the end, like damage control should win this match. So I don't think Charlotte and Bianca or the, the Charlotte team should win. It's team Charlotte, everybody. Sorry. I don't think team Charlotte should win, but in the end of just like team Charlotte winning and Charlotte just stacking all of damage control as everybody else is laid out. That's, that's where the money is right there. Hashtag bow down, everyone. Hashtag bow down. Uh, my feeling is Becky. Yep. Becky joins much to the dismay of Charlotte would be very funny. Uh, where she's just like, I don't want this. But Bianca and Becky have a history being on War Games teams together. They did it last year, and then they did the press conference afterwards. I'd mentioned this with Kate, where Becky was like, I want to win the Royal Rumble, be the first woman to win it twice in, a, uh, twice in the Women's Royal Rumble scheme. Uh, and Bianca wants to beat all the four horsewomen. So I feel like they can just double down on that down the line. As for Bailey, Io, Kyrie, and Asuka, uh, there's a story there with damage control, because Bailey's going to have to be, you know, the oblivious idiot who potentially gets jumped out of her own faction, unless you have Kyrie and Asuka team up with Bailey and take out EO and turn her into a baby face. And then she's a woman without an Island. The only other person I would take out, if it's not Becky, I really wouldn't mind Zelina Vega. And the reason for that being after this past week on SmackDown, speaking of people without an Island, she is about to become a woman without an Island. And she's probably pretty pissed that, her entire group just imploded and she's going to want to kick someone's ass as a result of that. So she can easily walk up to Bianca Shotzi and Charlotte and be like, I'm your girl. I'll beat the shit out of anyone right now. I'm really ha- I'm not happy. And then she gets an opportunity to, to prove herself. Uh, and then Mia Chin is the other one. Mia Yim coming in and just being like, I've done this before. And then being like, yes, you have. Let's go. <laughs> so who's on the damage control side, though? If they add Zelina and Mia. No, no, no. I, I was just saying with Mia and Zelina, one of them could, instead oh. of Becky, one of them could be. So basically you're looking at Becky, Zelina, or Mia joining that team and rounding out to make four. Or you can have maybe Zelina turns heel and now it's a five on five. And then you add Michin and you add Zelina. I think that's overbooked. I do. I'd rather do the four, do Bailey, Io, Kyrie, and Asuka versus Bianca, Shotzi, Charlotte, and one of the three women we're talking about. I think you got to get Becky on this show. And I know Becky hasn't done like too much substantial on main roster since she lost the NXT title. And even then on main roster, she was just like defending the uh, NXT title uh, on, on raw. But I think you got to get Becky on this show. Cause I don't know if there's another, there's not going to be another women's spot. The, the, this is it. Like this is the card. At this point, they did like five, six matches last year. That's what they're at now. They've already got the the Rhea and Zoe Stark match. So I don't know where else. It's not like Becky's in some type of prominent storyline or anything. I think you try to get Becky on this show. Her is the final member. It only makes sense in the fact of like Bianca being like, 
we called her last year. It worked. I know we can trust her. It kind of like I was being a little facetious of Charlotte being like, I don't like that idea. But also like it makes sense of Bianca and Shotzi being like, no, we can trust her. It's good. It worked last year. And Charlotte being like, eh, we don't have the best history, guys. I don't know if this is going to work. And then you kind of side eye it throughout the uh, throughout the match and stuff. And it, it can play into the finish, honestly, whether like Charlotte accidentally hits uh, Becky or accidentally hits Bianca and then damage control wins. Cause I think damage, if damage control loses this war games match, we got to take, we got to take the pencil from Paul. We just gotta, we gotta go in there. We gotta be like, hand it over, buddy, hand it, place it right there, place it in my hand. This is mine. Now you get it back when you prove, you know what you're doing with it. They cannot lose this match. They just can't do it. They can't. Uh, I love that Senior Nerd in the chat has broken the AI bot known as A-Shock because while we're while we've been on the air, Logan Paul posted a oh. video of him trying to yeah, pawn the US this. championship for a hundred thousand yeah. <laughs> dollars. And I, I, I just saw it now and it's very funny, but uh yeah, it's that's just funny that it broke the bot. Uh yeah, again, it it, it comes down to Becky. It just comes down to whether or not uh there is a story that they're gonna tell, or if it's just gonna be Becky walks in and be like gotcha i want to beat those dopes and then them just being like okay and they hug and everyone's happy could be as easy as that but i hope not i do hope they tell the story of the background between the women what's going on hello sean hello sean how's the how's the meal prep today it's uh pulled chicken sweet potato mash and broccoli nice nice you got some seasoning on that yeah, a little bit of barbecue seasoning on the pulled chicken. Okay, that's a good start. You uh, you sound a little uh, a little tired today. I'm not tired, not at all. No, never. Bengals lost yesterday. I was there. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. Like my team sucks, yeah, so like do. I can't even like say anything. But you know, I don't like making fun of other teams. I I will say I was a little irritated that Tyler Boyd couldn't make that catch because uh, he he lost me some cash, and I don't appreciate that, Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I don't appreciate it either. But I'll tell you what is funny to me is that the Panthers could have given up significantly less to get C.J. Stroud than they did. Yeah. It's a bummer. Or they could have just made the right pick at number one and gotten CJ Stroud. That would have been cool too. But dude, Sean, I therapized in that Seth Rollins article. People, people are like, damn, why did Fightful have to bury my Panthers like that in this article? It's like, I'm burying my own team in this article because the Bears beat the Panthers. If you're losing to the Bears, I tell you what, I don't like um, that Molly Bell. That controversial piece of piece of garbage, Molly, Molly Bell. <laughs> yeah. Molly, Molly Bell gets heat for for stuff. I mean, you get heat. What, I mean, what are you ta- What are you talking about? I get heat. Yeah, you got the things heat I don't even do. Yeah. yeah, I was waiting for someone to get you know mad at you for writing about the the Panthers in such a negatory way, and nope. Oh, at least there. once a week, I'll have a wrestler that's like, why did you write this? And I'm like, there are bylines on every single one of our articles. <laughs> I feel like you might get that today for something that I wrote. Ooh, what is it? Hopefully nothing about Michael uh, Elgin. Ste- uh, no, th- this is a Stevie Richards mm-hmm. claiming that AEW contacted him 
after one of the videos and mm. his his words were uh yeah he, he said stuff and look he said it i don't know but interesting i've never talked yeah, to he was just like, before um I, I mean i've always thought he seemed to be like a nice dude but the company you keep you he, know yeah, we yeah, talked about yeah. that a few weeks ago John, when you were here it was like they it was when he put up the video and then had it taken down and we were just like uh i hope this doesn't become a thing and it looks like it's becoming a thing and yeah unfortunately i mean we had okay so we the fightful channel got shut down for like a month plus like years ago and um it's because of a sister channel that was somehow like three degrees removed from us under jimmy's umbrella had some copyright stuff done on it from WBD of all people, Warner Brothers. It was Warner Brothers. And of course, we didn't have that connection then because AEW uh, was just getting started and all that stuff. If, if I remember right, I think it was the beginning of 2020. But like, we didn't hold a grudge against them for that. It, shit happens. It's a it's a mistake. And the reality is, okay, here, here's something a lot of people might not know. Every AEW show, every Raw, every SmackDown. I don't know if Impact does it too. The broadcast from the start of the time when they start filming, like dark matches through the last dark matches, is filmed and streamed privately to a company's YouTube channel. And the reason they do that is for content protection purposes. So then the the automatic algorithm, the bots, if any of that footage makes it on the air for you know anybody like a fightful takes a three minute clip and puts it on there it happened with the the jay uso yeet thing from the press conference we got flagged for that it's automatic and there is a, a an option a copyright option within youtube that automatically detects all this stuff every week i find at least three or four people that are using our footage it told me that vince russo was using our footage for one of his stupid ass shows so like I, I look so go ahead. I don't think based on what Stevie is saying, I don't think it was because he was like using footage like that. I think really? it would his word I'll tell you, look, I, I got the article right here. Okay. Uh so he he said that I'm not going to say who it is, but it was more than one and there's not a ton of them. He's saying an AEW agent contacted him after this video saying it's more than one. There's not a ton of them. So you can guess when they said it was me, it was universally like the conversation was two men. Hey, call me. I want to talk and clear the air about this. I make the call. We talk. It was literally the first minute or two pleasantries. And then I know we have to talk about this and see, tell me where I was wrong, where I was right. Uh, the the agent is saying this you were wrong in saying the blame is on the agents or producers we try to tell these kids what to do how to be safe they don't listen they can't be coached and then they went on for 10 to 20 minutes telling me how i had no idea how right i was in the video but Mm. they wanted them to take it down because he was too right interesting so i feel like so what you're telling me is that i have questions to ask mr jl on december 26th in toronto I Stevie is a Rene Dupree's podcast is where you just go and people just get anything you want. Yeah, there you go. Say, <laughs> say things, but but yeah, he was told to take it down because he was too right, and he was got called by AEW agents. I don't think it was a copyright issue. I mean, maybe it was. I know he had a copyright issue with them because they did a takedown. Okay, 
Well, the the way he is framing it is certainly that it wasn't so much copyright. It was so much of like, hey, let's not bury our talent. But you were actually right of what you said. You know, we talked about it on when when, when it was taken down. And you, you mentioned, Sean, that the breakdown that he does, like those oh, are good. Wonderful. He doesn't need to do. He's so good. He at doesn't it. need to do the whole like. Oh, Tony, where was Tony Khan to check on Moxley type of thing? Like he doesn't need to. There had already been that footage fun. that had emerged of him checking on yeah. John Moxley. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, he is so good at doing those breakdowns of like what went wrong, what happened and all that stuff because he's just really good at it. He's really good at it. I'm letting you know now if someone in AEW messages like, hey, what Stevie says is bullshit. No one contacted him about anything. Can you take that down? That is the article they are referencing. Sure. That's why I say claimed in any yes, any sense and that is what that. I yeah. That is what I wrote. I've learned that lesson of <laughs> says and all of this stuff. One day we'll do a full media literacy podcast that I can't wait for the bad faith accounts to hate watch and then say, oh, well, this is why, because they don't know. Nah. They act like we're supposed to be fucking Miss Cleo over here uh, and know every, be omnipotent and all that stuff. Like, I, I am truly not looking forward to Survivor Series. I know in my heart of hearts what will and won't happen with that situation. I'm just not looking forward to it. I am so not looking forward to how terrible people are that day. Just not looking forward to it. Can we make episode 100 of this show, the media literacy episode? We're close when to is that? 100, aren't we? This is episode 91 or 92. Yeah, no. possibly. I think that'd be good. I know we're very I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what I'm not doing, showing up at 10 a.m. <laughs> that's fair. I get it. You want to show up at eight o'clock instead? Really go for it. I just figured out, by the way, if I do the show, if I go to Vegas and I and I'm, I'm still going to be in Vegas on the Monday, that's a seven a.m. start time for me on the show. Ooh. Oh, that's going to be fun. Look. <laughs> yeah, like you'll still be on, you know, a you uh, Eastern time. It'll be fine. You'll be all right. I don't know about that. My body adapts pretty quickly with that stuff. Here's I had a I had a conversation with someone this weekend uh i won't say names but there aren't many people i'm friends with so you can guess who the names are <laughs> i had a conversation with someone and they were like talking about they're they're not online too much bless them but but they were talking about just like the news and all of this stuff and how how serious they take it and i'm just like you know when we do this and we take it very serious and sean knows this because i contact him every month and get frustrated with things but i've, I've learned of like I get frustrated with things of like things that aren't done, things that I should be doing quicker, stuff like that. And then I like take a step back and I'm like, if I get this done five minutes quicker than everybody else, you know who I'm serving? Like the idiots online who are going to take it out of context anyway and just be mad about it anyway. Yep. It's like, why am I getting that frustrated and that angry over this, like just this in general when it's like, the main people who this serves is unfortunately just not great people. And I know there are a lot of great people out there that like all this stuff, like very much helps them. But like the people that comment on the most just are just angry about things. And I'm just like, Oh, what are we, what are we doing? It's not that serious. It's really not. Yeah, it's not. And they, I mean, there are so many people that think that we are supposed to waterboard and uh, interrogate 
and depose people in interviews, <laughs> all this stuff. And I'm like, guys, um, ultimately, sometimes we have to cover some serious things, but ultimately, this stuff is not that serious. The, 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 the large majority, about 98% of what we cover is not that serious. Now, there are absolutely times when we do. Speaking out was one of the worst things I've oh. ever had to cover in my life. It, it, yeah. it sucked to have to cover that, but we it's something that had to be covered it had to be uh, for the general safety and and knowledge of people that are that are associated uh, with wrestling because those a lot of those things were things that needed to be said a long time ago and and people didn't feel safe enough to but there you know stuff like Vince McMahon's thing like I didn't enjoy covering that but we did a really good job uh, of covering it and we had more information than anybody that wasn't the Wall Street Journal uh, on, on that how come situation. you didn't break the news, Sean? How oh, come you right. didn't break the news that Vince was stepping down and all yeah. these allegations? He was mowing his stuff. lawn, don't you remember? <laughs> I, no, I wasn't mowing my lawn. This is sincere. And I don't know if I could have even fired off the tweet in time. I was watering my grass. Not yeah. only was I touching grass, mm -hmm. I was trying to cultivate and create more grass. The rain does that. The rain does. No, that. not here. Not <laughs> here. When we bought this house, it was bare in the background. That's another weird thing. I had somebody from a catfish account last week who very clearly had never been called on, on her having a fake catfish account. Cause one, if you look like that, why are you trolling me on the internet? You're, you're, you're not a hot woman. If you're trolling me on the internet, there, there's big shocker there. That's the that's wow. Well, Sean Ross Sapp says only ugly people troll him. <laughs> yes, that's accurate. <laughs> only ugly losers spend their time trolling <laughs> on the internet. But um, it's like, oh, yeah, I bet you're having fun in Ewing, Kentucky. And I was like, congratulations. I moved from there two years ago. Do you know we called we called me the Ewing Express on the air for like a year when I was feuding with Melissa. Like, good, good, good job there. Good job. I've been doxxed since then with accurate information. You got to do better. And then she said, "Like, this is what people will say in an effort to make themselves look normal." Yeah, I didn't look it up. It was on a Discord a year and a half ago. I'm sorry, that doesn't make you sound more normal. You have normal. to join Discords in order to get that. Information. You have to join a Discord. In order to do that, uh, I promise you guys, this shit ain't that serious. It's I it is not it. that serious. And you know what? While I'm here, I'll have some people a little preview of the media literacy episode. Why do you pick on this person? Why do you pick on that person? Have either of you two ever seen me pick on somebody for getting a story right? No, because I, I I know people who. Not that, not that you dislike, but who have not done business great. But if they get something right, you are like, no, they get stories right. Like they, they do a great job, go. even if sometimes they don't go about it the right way. I want accurate information. When I approached this job, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to never make anything up. I'm not saying that anybody else before me did, but that was my big rule. Don't make anything up. And don't let my own personal like feelings on a storyline or anything like that carry over into the news. Podcast, whatever. It's opinion. Big shocker there. We're allowed to have opinions too. But they that's... don't go into the story. Right. You're not going to ever, ever put your opinion into a news story 
unless it's very clearly tongue in cheek or parody or satire or something like that. And um, I'll have people that are like, yeah, you're bullying this person because you want to be the only source. Hell no, I don't want to be the only source. I would love for other sources to emerge. I was very helpful to Gary Cassidy. I liked it when uh, Alex McCarthy was out there breaking news. Like there, I, I feel as if we are the best at finding out additional details on things too. Because realistically, we're not going to break everything. And I don't think that's healthy if we even did. But I think that we are absolutely the best at getting additional news on almost anything else. So I want more of that stuff. I want to be able to piggyback off of other people's stuff as well. Like that's that's the benefit of, of what we do and uh, one of the perks of our paywall. But if people get two, three dozen things wrong, period, much less over the course of a few months, well, that's going to cause me to go, uh, well, I'm going to ask about this or it'll get us to a point where we say, no, we're never going to run this person's stuff because if, if, could you imagine if I had ever gotten one dozen things wrong, let alone two or three in like a year, like that would, our subscriptions would be nothing. It'd be ridiculous. It'd be empty. I don't And then it. we wouldn't get to report on 2019 NXT Halloween scoops. I brought you something. I had to sit in on. I've got a document where I keep everything, and I intentionally kept that for Halloween week. And then I looked at the calendar yesterday, and I went, "God damn it!" You guys posted the the article at least from the the because I had it scheduled yeah. for like six right. months. Yeah, it was, scheduled it was originally scheduled for like July, and then I was like, I think we were just like, no, let's just push this back to like day of Halloween, and then. See if we can add to it before then. Andrew Zarian says nice things about you, Sean. Sean has been amazing Aww. to me when it comes to covering wrestling. Been doing this for years, and no one has helped or been more as transparent as he has been with me. Next year, my Halloween costume, I'm just going to wear earrings that are buttons, and I'm going to be Andrew Zarian's shirt. <laughs> really reached on that one. Good on you. No, I didn't. They're oh, never buttons. God, that's awful. <laughs> I, I, I miss Andrew Zarian. He needs to come back on the show. We never see him anymore. He never calls. I don't know. Sean, I think the the one scoop that everyone wants to know, though. And, I'm sorry. Brandon's oh, person. dude. Incredible. Incredible. Found something that nobody else was doing and became the best at it and the most respected voice at it, period. He's so good. Sean, before we let you go, because I'm going to kick you off because we have other stuff to talk about. Uh, is I don't know. Is CM Punk going to be at Survivor Series? I know that you're asking that in jest. <laughs> I'll uh, read verbatim. <laughs> I'll read verbatim from one of the contacts that I had. And then specifically the con so, no, no, I'll read it verbatim <laughs> specifically uh, verbatim from the person that first reached out to me. I, I am of the belief it was under the direction of triple H by the way, that I was contacted, uh, which isn't, you know, rare. <laughs> I did say 
does Triple H want to give Fightful an official comment ahead of Survivor Series? <laughs> and they did say, um, no, ha. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, well, maybe Sports Illustrated. <laughs> I said, Punk was also telling his friends he's not going to be there and WWE and he have not been talking. That person replied, what a truthful man. That was on Wednesday, November 8th. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Still going to ask. I, I will have an FAQ on Fightful Select next week. I'm going to do a written CM Punk FAQ. And I'll allow people to ask questions in the comments as well. It is wrestling. Anything can happen. Dakota Kai got hired the day before she showed up at SummerSlam. I can't remember if I mentioned this on this show, but after the Billy Batty stuff on the Saturday, Karrion Cross got in his face on a Sunday. He and I were giggling and hee-heeing about it on the phone on a Monday. He had not yet been contacted by WWE. I told him they were going to call him. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you're going back. And he's like, what? So either he's a phenomenal actor or he didn't know at that point. But I was like, yeah, I hear you're coming back. No, I didn't expect him to be back Friday. But he was back Friday. That's how soon this stuff happens. But look at Miss Cleo over here. Call Tell me him. now. No, the problem was you <laughs> called him. Oh, no. He left. That's fine. Every time he comes on, I'm asking about CM Punk <laughs> and Survivor Series. The problem is this time it didn't get rid of him. It actually made him stay and give us more. People want the hard hitting questions, right. they, you know, the hard home hitting, hard hitting home truths or whatever. The how come, how come you're not asking about CM Punk? Well, I'm here to ask. That's right. Chi-Town Spurs also says, I'd like to thank Jeremy and the Panthers for giving us Marvin Harrison Jr. I didn't have anything to do with that. You can thank the Panthers and their terrible franchise management and their terrible owner who wants to get involved and is all of his terrible hires uh, and the terrible product they put on the, the the field, which is like the most boring football in the world. Like it's boring to watch this team play. It's, it's a waste of time. I, I would rather like, I don't know, like just hit myself with a rake for three hours than like watch this football like that. That's a better use of my time is to jump on a bunch of rakes instead of watching football for three hours, watching Panthers football. It's terrible. Would you make the the sound that Sideshow Bob makes when he steps on rakes? Yes. I don't know. What sound <laughs> like. Simpsons is yeah, a terrible show. Someone's asking if we read the Twitch chat chat. Wow. Words. Someone's asking Clearly if we, we read don't. the Twitch chat. No, we don't. Clearly, we don't because Joel can't even pronounce Twitch. No, I did. I had a whole bit about Twitch yesterday with Kate. We still, we're still on Twitch. We still, we still broadcast there. You can send us your bits, and you can, you can do all that stuff. We still appreciate that. Uh, and your super chats still go far here. What else do we have to talk about? Uh, we, we kind of got through the war game stuff from from SmackDown. That was the big. That was the A story. I mean, SmackDown. Other than that, was fine. KO on on commentary was the B story, and that was fantastic. Giving that man the telestrator was probably the smartest thing. I was going to say, yeah. when we talked about like Stevie and, and his videos, I was going to say like Stevie is the best guy to give a telestrator to. And then we saw what KO did on Friday. And I'm like, nope, never mind. It's Kevin Owens. Give him a telestrator in his home as he requested. He had a good showing. He was fun on SmackDown. What do you think? He was hilarious. I mean, like the A story is Santos turning on, or not the A story, but the, the B story is Santos turning on Ray. That was a big deal. 
like Santos doing the turn. So Carlito comes out and is like, yeah, you should be blaming Santos for your loss because he left the brass knuckles there. Santos is unhappy about this. And then Lashley beat Carlito and then they're beating down Sant or they're beating down Carlito and Santos just standing there. And Ray comes out, makes the save. Santos hits Ray. And Ray. Oh man. Ray with the pop, pop, pop. Oh, what a combo. Santos looked like Santos was floored on that. He smacked the shit out of him. I popped so much. I was like, damn, Ray. Ray, Ray was holding that one in. He got his ass with the, the one, two right there. And then Santos just kicked the shit out of Ray. Unfortunately, that was a good, you know, you've been calling for the Escobar heel turn and then you wanted it to make no sense afterwards. And then Escobar just do nothing after he turns heel, but he turned, we're going to get the Ray match at some point. I think this should be the mania match. Honestly, I think Santos and Ray should be the mania match. I think it's more likely to be a rumble match or like a Christmas SmackDown match. I don't think it's going to be as big as it could be. Uh, Yeah. this is again, yeah, I, I, this is what I wanted. I, and I'm not alone in that. A lot of people were waiting for Santos Escobar to turn because his NXT character and Legado del Fantasma was so much more than what they were getting out of the LWO. But partnering him with Ray upped his stock, put him on TV weekly. It did a lot for the main roster viewing audience of WWE. So for that, like, I can't be upset about that. I think it did good things for for Santos. And then he also worked his ass off, not only on his on himself uh, physically, but also he put himself out there for press uh, junkets and other interview opportunities. He's proven himself. And I think that Ray, Ray Mysterio sees something in Santos Escobar that he could continue to move forward uh, once Ray starts to actually wind down, which... Ray's been talking about doing for about 13 years now. So I don't know where that comes from. I, I, I think it will be sooner than mania. I don't think they're going to hold off on this on mania, but I do think like you can hold off on this until mania and make a big deal out of this match at WrestleMania. I think it'd, it'd be good for Santos if they did that. You know, I, I don't know where they go with, with, with Santos as a heel, as far as do they, do they give them give him Cruz and uh, Joaquin Wild back, or are they just still part of the LWO? Do they have other people around them? As it feels like Santos needs like henchmen. It, that's what it feels like for him. Like I, I think he's fine on his own. Like it, he's, like you said, he's really improved with his presence and his persona. Um, but I think he's also like him as like an evil, almost like Roosh. Uh, but you, you don't want to completely. Uh, take from that not that like Roosh is reinventing the wheel with anything but people are going to make the comparisons almost like I just did um like I think he's just I think he's better if he is like a kind of like the evil boss and he has like his his henchmen around him and I don't know who you put in there unless it is uh you know Jokin and, and Cruz they're just kind of bit players right now like, they don't really do a whole lot so them going back with Santos on the position of like Ray, you didn't really do a whole lot with us. Like, you know, at least with Santos, we were, we felt valued. You just came in and handed us a t-shirt and then you brought in Carlito. So you'll see. Well, Carly and Ray have to beat somebody on route to facing Santos one-on-one. So 
Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of the reality. Will Chisholm said to Super Chat saying Sting and Ray Jr. Uh, are the rare two baby faces who get turned on the most. It's true. It's the it's it's the mask for Ray and the face paint for Sting. People don't know their true their true values. The masks keep changing every single week, every single month. Sting, all the face paint changes he's done over the years. People don't know who they're they're real about. And also Ray, terrible father. So like they don't want to be associated with that either. So really, who are the baby faces and who are the heels here? That's, That's right. right. Santos yeah. Escobar loves his kid. Loves his kid. <laughs> Shows, shows off the love every day on the internet. So just saying, Santos Escobar is actually the baby face in this whole thing. But there, I, now again, this is where I come up with, you know, Zelina is now a woman without an island. She's got nowhere to be. She, I assume she's going to align with Ray, but also heal Zelina turning on Ray as well. That wouldn't be awful. But then there are a lot of heels already on the SmackDown women's division. They're all in a group together. So I don't know if you really want to go that far uh, to to put Zelina just, you know, in Legado del Fantasma. And people are saying, you know, Electra Lopez and Lola Vice. I really think that they are destined to keep doing their thing, not only in NXT, but if and when they do go main roster. Lola Vice is a star that will probably stand out on her own and maybe yeah. like interact with Santos and his group, whoever they are, but not be directly associated with them. Like Electra can be like, you we 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 came up together but we didn't come up together so that would be a, an interesting wrinkle but it wouldn't be like they wouldn't be in the group i would um i don't mind zelina turning like i i don't damage control is there and so it's it's not going to be she's not going to be the top heel or anything I'm just I'm thinking back to the Zelina and Andrade pairing and how well that worked and I think you can do something similar with Zelina and Santos with, with that pairing and then maybe you don't need henchmen because Zelina can just sort of get involved as sort of like the big boss energy Zelina um like something like that might might be able to work I'm I'm interested in where they go with Santos because it feels like he needs to beat Ray but I, I don't think he actually will beat ray and then if he doesn't where does he go for there i just don't want him lost in the shuffle that's it i think i think he's he's super talented he's got the charisma the look the talent and i don't need him lost in the shuffle and all of this and i'm a little bit worried once the ray stuff wrapped up that he he does get lost in the shuffle the trajectory to me feels like la knight beats logan paul at mania and we just have to figure out what to do with santos until then because la knight and santos escobar is is a uh, that's a u.s championship match that you can run through the spring and the summer somewhere in there and start to tell a bigger story. that's that's where santos santos needs to face ray at mania and beat him yeah but i still have i i'm still holding out for ray versus dominic in a mask versus hair match yeah I, I think a lot of people are and that makes sense yeah and like i i personally i've been calling for that since the last wrestlemania match <laughs> i was like when they do this and I, originally i said like they, if they do a PLE in Mexico, that's the headline. But clearly that's not what they're doing because I don't think they have the site fees for that uh, in Mexico yet. But uh, instead, do it at WrestleMania. Next best thing. Philadelphia gets to finish that story. And, you know, Ray has mentioned that as well. There, There's still the, the talk of, um, you know, Ray and Bad Bunny against Dominic and Logan Paul. Logan Paul with the U.S. title at the UFC show, misspelling Dominic's name on the shout out and everything. So, like, 
I don't know if that's fully out of the question either. Oh, we will see. I'm I'm with Cyclops better than Wolverine, by the way. Only one man can fix the LWO. It's the proud Latino, the Cuban nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Man, that's that's right. That's right, Cyclops better than Wolverine. That's right. And why Solval had that quick aside. Uh Eddie Guerrero, 18 years ago, passed away. So we send send the love to uh to Eddie and the family. So that's uh yeah, that, that is part of the larger story. Growing out that mullet Dominic Mysterio is after his daddy Eddie. Uh, Will Chisholm sent a super chat saying, how long will it take from term Bailey baby face after damage control jumps her out? We talked a little bit about this. What if they don't turn Bailey? What if Bailey gets, uh, gets an up on EO and EO is the one turning baby face out of all of this. Mm. Suddenly the, they only put the Joshis together. Suddenly that crowd gets very quiet. Yeah. I'm not mad at that idea of like babyface EO Sky because especially after the reaction she got um, when she faced Bianca for the title earlier this year, um, I'm, I'm not mad at that idea. I did love Bailey in the segment. One, I love that they again brought back around that the last time we saw Kyrie was her getting beat up by Bailey. Uh, you know, they mentioned Michael Cole mentioned that a commentary at Crown Jewel. It was good that they refocused that. I like Kyrie being like, I forgive you. I love the the hug and Bailey's like I don't do that anymore. They <laughs> still just hugged her anyway, and yeah, her being confused when Oscar turned, and then the the big hug at the end. It does seem like it's setting up to everyone turns on Bailey. I'm not mad if they swerve and everyone kind of turns on EO. Bailey sort of manipulates her way to where you turn on EO. I'm not saying ba- Bailey's bad as a babyface now. She's she should have been one of the top babyface stars in history. And then they just had no idea what to do with that character on the main roster. Credit to her to being like one of the best heels and doing what she's done with this. Like she's so good as a heel that I don't know if you want to just go back. I don't think she can go back to like hugger Bailey. That doesn't make any sense, but, but what if she turns, she gets turned on, and then she's just she doesn't have anybody. Damage kill jumps her out. What's she doing? And she needs a friend. Uh-huh. Yep. Done. 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 Money. Done. 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 Money. She's got her friend back. Got her friend back. And here comes old Mercedes to be friends with Bailey to take on. The, the new damage control. Now, okay, do you do you think, I know you're doing this for the bit because of the, the song, do you think there's a chance that it's she awful. would come back as the rebranded version of herself or would we see the return of Sasha Banks? It feels like she's probably Sasha. You can still do the music, right? Done, 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 done. Banks, done, done. I was done. going Sasha because it's too... Ah, Sasha. No, <laughs> thanks. No, thanks, baby. Jazz um, hands. <laughs> uh, you, you, I just want the music. I don't give it. Although the Sasha Banks theme kind of rolled as well, so like I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Uh, but man, this Mercedes Monet theme really rules. I, uh, I don't know if she, she's actually returning. I, I'm sure everybody saw the cameo video of like I'll be back 2024 with some company. She's not coming back till 2024, then you know, it's out for a little yeah, while. Yeah, Royal Rumble Bound. That's right. Great. Hey, hey, you never, I'm gonna never know. Photos of never her know. at an airport, and I'm going to start telling everyone my friend at this airport saw her 
and we're just gonna let the speculation run rampant. <laughs> if there's one thing that I love, it's rampant speculation over Mercedes because people people go buck wild over that shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. They it's do. It's weird. I mean, Will Chisholm. Will Will Chisholm says, you know, the way it's looking. Sasha might come back since TK was trying to get Vince out of here. I mean, that's hundred percent true. Uh, the second part yeah. of that. Um, but yeah, as far as Sasha come back, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll go into the whole thing again of like, what does she want to do? She clearly wanted to do. Uh, she clearly wanted to do like a New Japan Stardom run because she probably had an opportunity to return last year when everybody else was returning and, and triple H became lead creative. I'm sure there was talks in that triple H said as much when Ariel, you know, asked him about it during like, uh, one of the week survivor series weekend, maybe one of the weekends Ariel asked about Sasha Mercedes. And he's just like, you know, it's whatever she wants to do. And that's still going to be the case is what does she want to do? Does she still want to go out and have these, Stardom matches have the new Japan stuff because she left a lot on the table there. It's not her own fault. She got injured, but she left a lot on the table with that. Or does she look at it and like, Hey, they're offering me big money. Go back. Things seem to be improved on that side of things. My friends are still there. Kyrie is back. Bailey's obviously still there. Like money's kind of good to pass up. I don't know. Like the platform's too good to pass up. They, the injury history is what it is. We can't just ignore that. Like her injury history is what it is. She might just be like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take this money. I'm going to be with uh, some of my friends and I'm going to cash in while I can. Well, we love Sasha Banks. We think she's great. We, we wish her all the best in her future endeavors. And uh, if she ever wants to come back, then uh, I guess we'll have her back. But uh, until then she's just going to go and uh, she's going to do her and that's okay. We'd love to have her back though, because she's a great talent and we love her. And, uh, Remember that uh, remember that NXT uh, War Games match that we did? Yeah, it was great. Remember that remember that Iron Woman match that we did? Yeah, yeah, she was in that. She was great. So uh, we'd love to have Sasha Banks back. But, uh, you know, until then, she's just going to find herself and then come back one day. And Survivor Series is going to be wild when Sasha Banks and CM Punk return. It's going to be great. Crazy yeah, but they're going to be called the Punk yeah. Bank. They're going to come out together. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. CM Punk was, uh, he was, you know, sticking up for her. Like, this is why they walked out, stick up for your coworkers. And then Hangman Page made that comment and burned everything. Damn that Hangman Page. Damn that Hangman Page. Workers' workers' rights just ruin everything. Nobody could ever be a union in wrestling because every wrestler is too, too selfish, CM Punk. So, what we are saying, we're not actually saying this, but... It's Sasha and Naomi's fault that CM Punk is no longer in AEW because if they don't walk out, he does not make the comment about workers' rights. Hangman Page does not bring it up on television and the whole storm does not start. So it is Sasha and Naomi's fault that CM Punk is not in AEW. Yeah, but like Trinity's running impact is ruled, so I can't be angry about that. Trinity's running been great. great. It's been really Dude, good. I, Sasha was doing, I mean, Mercedes was doing great stuff before she got hurt. It's a real shame she got yeah. hurt. No, and again, it's uh, both women. The reason I bring up Trinity more and more, not only because I cover her for impact, but also like coming out of this whole situation where they walked out was all eyes were on Mercedes and everyone wants to know where Mercedes was going. Nobody, I, I wouldn't say nobody cared, but like Trinity was the second fiddle in here and everyone was sitting there being like, I don't know. She just a follower. She's didn't, she should have stuck around and know her place. And it was like, no, she very clearly had feelings that also reflected, 
you know, that of her friends. And she left and she took a, she, she bet on herself. She went to impact. And I think that's been a mutually beneficial relationship in a lot of different ways. Uh, and, and it's worked and it's good. So does that mean Trinity could come back? Absolutely. To WWE specifically. Yeah, of course. But right now I think she's having the time of her life working in impact and Scott DeMore has said it a million times that it's been mutually beneficial and a good fit. So can't really get angry at that. I think it's been good. Yeah, I, I think so too. And she's clearly, you know, we thought it might be a run. Oh, she'll just be there for till bound for glory. Oh, she's past there. She's going to be there at least until hard to kill. You know, we'll see if it's even further past that. So good honor. I don't know what, what Trinity, again, we don't know what these people want. We can surmise where we want them to go, where we think they'd be the best fit, what we would like as fans. At the end of the day, we don't know what the hell these people want. We, we're not them. We have no idea. We have no idea. Money. Bum, 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 money. That song. I need it back. I need it. That's it. It's all I want in my life. My soul was asking when you're going to release your wrestling theme cover album. I should do one, right? Like, remember, didn't we do that on Fightful? Didn't we do like a wrestling Yeah, there's a super cut somewhere of like people singing wrestling songs or just singing songs. Me and Polowski are on that. We did Judas together. That was like... That was that was like a thousand select subscribers. We did no, oh, you did Judas. Yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That that's how long ago it was. Of uh, yeah, we did we did a Judas karaoke Pulaski. That wasn't together though. We had to like send in our own thing, and then it was like cut together. Uh, so so yeah, that was that's the whole thing. Um, I I love singing on this show. I know Joel can't stand it because he has no taste. Anyway, Will Chisholm says a super chat saying Triple H not slick. He's trying to get the women from stardom who Mercedes wants to wrestle. Hey, man, it's possible. The only one he's not going to get is Mariah May. But other than that, there are plenty of women from that uh, from from, from uh, stardom that uh, Triple H seems to be targeting. Hey, if he lands Julia next year, that's a, that's a pretty big get for that women's division. But we'll see. Lots of time until then. Lots of time. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of time. He's gonna he's gonna get everybody. Bless him. I respect it so much that Triple H is just like, yeah, we're gonna sign all this talent. You wanna wrestle them? Come over here. Get over here. Uh Jeff Valley Driver earlier had mentioned, remember when Impact was on Twitch. Jeff, let me tell you a story. We used to do a watch along on Twitch when Impact was live. It was myself and Steven Jensen. And we could co-stream it because Impact was like, yeah, go ahead. Here's the link. Do it up. They just wanted people getting the eyes on the product. And then and we had a great time because we brought different guests in. We watched the show. Sometimes we like talked over everything, but we had a rule that you would only uh, – the volume you had to shut up during the Steiner Math promo because they always played the Steiner Math promo. And there was like one other promo where we'd have to do it. But uh, it was a great, a great, great stream. And then one day, one random July – afternoon morning i get a message impact wrestling is moving to youtube exclusively we are no longer be on twitch and it wasn't even this week is our last week it was this past thursday's episode of impact was our last on twitch and i turned to jensen and i'm like so we're done and now we have nothing to do and then we started playing mario kart every week on twitch it was great god i miss those days yeah those cowards they uh they took it out shame it's probably the smartest thing they've ever done as a business as impact to be honest because now they had tangible like numbers that they could work with and tell you how many people were actually watching their shows it's true yeah 
And also, like, I also RVD got him kicked off Twitch. Right, that was fantastic. That was a wild, wild show. Oh my god! <laughs> god bless Rob Van Dam, dude. Just man, I miss Katie Forbes on my television. That's AW's true cowards for not bringing Katie Forbes back with RVD. Great, you got RVD. Everyone's happy. Give me the Katie Forbes just twerking while RVD's kicking ass. Impact was on Twitch when Kenny did that. That was 2021, and I remember covering it with Jeremy on the website, sending like viewership updates because it was you got the live tracker and just like watching it go up and up and up and down and down and up and up depending on whatever segment they were running that was a big show for them and they really they showed out because it was like over sixty thousand people watching on twitch alone which is a pretty big deal for them when they were averaging like 2500 yeah yeah i I think i did like we did yeah you did the numbers and stuff because you sent them to me and i did the big article of like here's how the numbers increase with omega on their Twitch and everything. Yeah, they did monster numbers like that first Twitch show uh when Omega was on. Yeah, that was that was a time, man. That was that was a trip. Um but then, you know, everything changed. <laughs> and now they're on YouTube. And again, it's good. The the Ultimate Insiders package is a much better deal in my opinion. Getting the TV, getting a commercial free live first air and getting the specials. That's I mean, I'll take that for 5 bucks a month. That's worth it to me. Anyway, uh, is there anything else we got to cover on today? I, th- I think we got the main the raw, oh, raw God. preview. That's what everybody wants. Holy Joel. crap! I didn't even put it in my in my own notes. Go wwe.com slash Monday Night Raw. Cody Rose and Jay Uso take on the Judgment Day of Impact. So three weeks. Run it back, baby. Run it back. Oh God! All right, sure. Cody and Jay, do we do the yeet? Are we going to get it back? We we'll do a post show press conference afterwards couple drinks on the bus no nah, i think judgment day win or it turns into a big schmoz what if it turns into the big schmoz and this is where drew reveals himself or this is where old randall reveals himself i think it feels like they got to do something here because they can't just do they can't just do cody and jay lose again or win again without some type of hook for, for this match when we've already done this match twice. Before. They are in Washington, D.C. tonight for Monday Night Raw. How close is that to right. where Randall is? I mean, Randy's... I don't know. I don't know where Randall is. No, he's he's got the bus. He could be he anywhere. Why am anywhere? He's got the bus. Yeah, exactly. That's true. So why does it matter? Where the Randy at? Express. That's, that's a, whole, yeah. that's, that's a I, whole lot of wrong. I think I think we're getting the Drew stuff tonight. Next week is the go home for Survivor Series. And I think next week we get Randy coming in. That's my guess. That's my temperature. Yeah, someone in the chat asking, by the way, about the impact stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's five bucks a month on YouTube. The only ones you don't get are uh, Hard to Kill, Bound for Glory, Slammiversary, and what's the fourth? Slammiversary, Bound for Glory, Hard to Kill, and Rebellion. Those are the main, the ones that are on Fight TV, but everything else is on their, uh, uh, on their uh, Ultimate Impact. Hell yeah, this is what God, we no, need that's right it. there. That's why I'm thinking about Washington. You bring up a... I walk for miles inside this pit of danger. Boom! The GOAT Batista, baby! Big Dick Batista. Legit Big Dick Batista. Legit? You've seen it? 
my God. the stories I could tell about Batista. <laughs> the stories you've oh. heard from others telling stories <laughs> about Batista's appendage. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tommaso Ciampa throws down with Ludwig Kaiser. But first, actually, let's get back to this for a sec. Yes, it does feel like this could be the uh, the for the fifth man brother. And since Drew kind of walked out on Raw last week, this could be the week where you do it. And then next week, with their backs up against the wall, who's going to join the babyface team? That's when you bring out Randall. And where are they next week? Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's where Randy should go. Grand Rapids. Uh, St. Louis is Randy's town, right? So, sure. Why are there... Oh, Superstar Brunch. I was very confused. WWE had something that was like Survivor Series, Session 1, Session 2. And it was they're they're doing a brunch. Uh, They're bringing back bagels and... What was it called? Bruises and bagels? Bagels and body Body slams slams or something. Yeah. Yeah, and bacon. Bagels, bacon, and body slams. Mm, God damn. Sounds like a good time. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Ludwig Kaiser. Sounds like a good match to watch on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Kaiser gets the win. Should be fun. Yeah, Kaiser wins. Uh, Otis versus Shinsuke Nakamura. (laughs) Nakamura is going to do that caught in the ropes spider suplex. Not not from the second rope, but you know how he does the slide through German? He's going to do that on Otis, Mm. and it's going to be all kinds of awesome. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm honestly looking forward to that. That's one of those matches that you don't think about until you see it. It's like, ah, that's interesting. That's fun. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, match. I'm all for it. It'll be fun. Uh, Indy Hartwell takes on Zia Lee. I think Zia Lee is working towards an NXT Women's Championship match against Lyra Valkyria, as uh, they showed on Tuesday. And The Miz versus Ivar is another one that happens because Ricochet banged his head. This is right up your alley, Joel. G1 Miz. This is, you should be pumped for this. this. Pump your fist, baby. The G one Miz is coming back, baby. The M one. The M one. Get get excited, Joel. Excited. Does the Miz win this one, or does Ivar crush him? Uh, It depends if they want to go into. Do they stick with the singles match between Gunther and Miz, which they booked last week? But according to reports, the plan was for it to be a triple threat match, or it was supposed to be maybe they do the double finish and then they do a singles match against each other to see who gets the the title shot. So if Miz wins, then yeah, they're sticking with the singles match. If Ivar wins, they'll probably make that a triple threat match. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Uh, I don't mind it. I, I like it. And then Tegan Knox takes on Piper Niven. Uh, oh dear. Are we setting up a, a tag title match? Knox and Natty versus Niven and why Charlotte is the tag team champions. I don't know why we're pretending otherwise here. That's right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that in mind. and then Natty turns on Knox and that's how we start the Knox versus Natty feud that goes ultimately nowhere or Natty wins yeah. as a, as the new heel that challenges the, uh, the raw women's champion after WrestleMania. Rhea again. Rhea again, who is now double turned. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Natalia and Rhea enough. Well, I mean, listen, the last time they did it, they did a great job. Left, They left jewels all over the mat. It was. It was. Yeah, that was a good match. You know, and then Natalia was off TV for like two months after. So it was Rhea for that matter. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens. But I do feel like the Tegan Knox Natty thing ends with somebody turning on them. Maybe it's Tegan Knox turning on Natty, being like, bitch, I know more than you. And that's it. Who knows? It's time for Tegan Knox to get a character that's not, I am the shiniest wizard. She should do magic. Oh, 
She's a shiny wizard. She should do some magic. Sure. I'm going to pull a rabbit out of my broken ACL joint. Everything's shiny. You know, she wears like very shiny gear and stuff very, like shiny wizard gear. She's like Oz, but shiny. That gimmick worked for him. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? Did he ever do anything? It came on. He went, he went on to become the greatest professional wrestler of all time is what happened to him. See, Oz is great and powerful. And we're out of time. Exactly. Out. People act like that gimmick sucked. <laughs> but look what it created. It created legitimately the smartest and greatest professional wrestler of all That's time. That's true. He is. Name me someone who made more money and continues to live off pro wrestling for doing less work than Kevin Nash. There ain't many. Yeah, I was thinking about it. How's six doing? Uh, Pac, Pac Hogan, but yeah. Hogan at least Hogan at least made the towns in Japan, traveled all all over, wrestled Hogan, for a lot longer. Yeah, I was gonna say Hogan also kept going well into the 2010s. So like, man, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know about anyone else. I'm sure. Chat. You know what? Drop comment. Who is it? I don't know. You let us know in the comments. Uh, Nash just showed. No, no Flair, Flair worked all the time. And also Flair gave all of his money to his ex-wives and was a sexual yeah. assault demon. Anyway, Jeremy, let's yeah. let's get out of here. Dude, plug the stuff. Plug Tag Talk. Let's go. Jeff Jarrett is a good one, but he keeps Jeff working. working. People, like, we're talking about people yeah. who were who were in it long enough and pulled out to keep their quality of life and have all the money. Brock keeps going. Brock made a lot of money, but Brock kept going. Yeah. We're talking like did their 15 years or 10 years, got out of the business with all their money, and they're doing well. You never have to worry about them again. Started a podcast just because. So those are the people we're trying to get to. Yeah. It, it's not there. No. Plug the stuff. Let's go. Uh, one second. Oh, now we get the news is out. What I news? don't know. You were typing, so I assumed it was news stuff. Oh yeah, no. yeah. Anyway, uh, there's there's no news. I just I was just doing stuff. Okay. Um. So anyway, all right. Uh. And now Jerry Lynn. Nope. Like Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville was a yeah. That's a good shot. But that's he's still working. He's just not working in wrestling. Right. RVD's still working. Snoop Dogg is the true answer. Snoop, yeah. No. He, See, well, Nash working. got out. Nash got out. Makes his money off the podcast. There ain't. You ain't topping Kevin Nash. Sorry, guys. You ain't topping Kevin Nash. All right, everybody. Uh, watch Tag Talk. It's the, the final episode for now. I refuse to say it's the final episode, but the final episode at 3 o'clock. Um, yeah, so so watch Tag Talk today at 3 with uh, with Haley and Kylie. And and Joel, I I have a question for you yes. before we end this stream and you do all these plugs, okay? okay. Very important question. You ready? Uh-huh. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? The fucking boss. 745 white on white. That's fucking Ross. Cut them wide. Cut them long. Cut them fat. What? I keep them coming back. What? We keep them coming back. I'm in the distribution. I'm like Atlantic. I got them motherfuckers flying across the Atlantic. I know Pablo Noriega. The real Noriega, he owe me a hundred favors. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Come on, Joel. Huh? The uh, PWHL just announced where they're... You're no fun, Joel. No fun. No fun. 
Rick Ross. Uh-huh. The fucking boss. Yeah. He's great. You know Jose Canseco only snitching because he fiendish? Yeah. So, you good? You did the things? Go ahead, plug stuff. Listen, maybe if you stopped blowing so much water, we would, would not be in this position. <laughs> We're back Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll have a guest, hopefully, as long as they pick up the phone. Until then, I am Natural Pearl. J-O-E-L-P-A-E-R-L, ladies and gentlemen, friends, be on the binary. Thumbs up on the way out. Subscribe to the channel. You know what to do. And we'll see you in the next one. Watch Tag Talk today or you are not it. Go be it. We'll see you then.